episode three of Premier Pep Talk Podcast. What up? Hey what yo. up? What up? Hey yo, hey yo, we drinking tonight. <sighs> got a nice glass of uh, red wine. Hey yo, Lando Lando Martinez. Oh, did I, should I not put your government name out there? Um, hey, yo. Lando's got Modelo, and yeah, midweek. Lots of shit happened this week. We are going to give, I hope you for, remembered to do your predictions for top four Premier League winners, all that good stuff. I gave you a list. If you didn't, then you're going to have to fucking wing it because we're not going to delay it another time because you were a fucking slacker. Were you a slacker? <laughs> or did you get it? Jesus, yeah. I got them ready, my boy. I got okay. it ready. Some of it's going to be very heated today. So if, I, if I'm a little aggressive, you know why. But yeah, so we had the transfer window. We're going to give predictions. We had midweek's fixtures, and then we got fucking fixtures tomorrow morning. This is a Friday. We're going to try to do it on a Thursday. But obligations, my friend, obligations. Shout out to those but obligations, yeah. too. I'm not going any further than that, but shout out to those obligations. Girlfriend's birthday. Happy birthday, Melissa. Love you. Was it good times? Uh, we really we- didn't do too much. It wasn't feeling too good. So we got uh-huh. a lot of food and drink a little wine just chill we're old man this is what old people oh, yeah. do and i'm 30 i feel that i feel we'll that we'll celebrate this weekend long weekend labor day and with that yeah. lots of fixtures this weekend but what we're gonna do we're gonna do this in chronological order week five fixtures transfer window preview week six somewhere in between there we're gonna give our predictions actually yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it after. We'll do it with the transfer window talk because I think it ties in. So yeah, let's get right into it. Let's get to the shits. Um, Crystal Palace Brentford Tuesday one one draw. What did we have? And what did you did you watch this matchup? I know I with did. the mid, we got work, so I don't know if you've seen everything. I tried my best, missed a few for sure. Um, but yeah, what do you think of this one? Mainly, my main takeaways are Zaha bitching afterwards and Palace fans and. Twitter, football Twitter, arguing back and forth of, is this acceptable? As to Yanks, I can tell you right now. What? What happened? I missed it. So he 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 essentially kind of had like a, a minute long spiel to a question of, I think the, the question was insinuating in some form, you could have gotten a better result than what you got out of the draw. And he kind of followed it up by just kind of, alluding to frustrations saying we were right there i don't know why when we score we decided to not play it and attack anymore we got to continue to uh, attack and yeah so again as, as a i, I didn't remember, I have an issue with it i think plenty of american athletes will go out there and start to come out the uh, come out the mouth a, a whole lot harder than that so it really didn't bother me much but he's not so fucking wrong he called out Vieira. Basically, and you're saying there, there was insinuation to that. He never once said his name, but he did. Well, he, obviously, he was talking about the yeah. tactics, right? If he, yeah, if he yeah. They said also that. This has backfired on them, too, right? Because last year mm-hmm. they gave up a hell of a lot of leads and ended in draws. They actually did it to Arsenal, too. So I can see why he's frustrated. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And it's, I think, maybe to the tactics, but. What I felt just hearing it for the first time was he's speaking to the spirit of the players on the pitch when they get the one lead or the one goal lead or whatever circumstance it is, because we're talking about multiple games. 
it's just, all right, we'll take it. We're fine. We can slack off. We don't need the press kind of thing. And they had opportunities. Uh, Ezzy's dog, <laughs> love him. Amazing. Would love to see how he continues to go. But yeah, I, some of these midday, midweek fixtures too, I got to be real. Like, I'll say it right now. Boring. Bournemouth Wolves or Bournemouth Wolves. Bro, we, we spend more. Sorry. Oh my God. We spend more than five minutes on this, honey. I'm going to be fucking pissed. God. <laughs> this is 30 seconds on I'm going to be pissed. Horrible. Horrible, right. horrible yeah, football. Highlights. I know you watch the highlights mostly on the ones you missed. Yeah. I saw it zero zero, and I said, fuck this. I ain't fucking even bothering. I can tell you what happened. Wolves missed every chance under the sun, and so did Bournemouth, probably. It's genius. Exactly what happened, and it was probably a shit match so but yeah crystal palace so yeah I, I actually didn't see that at all i watched the whole game um it was an entertaining game um i almost predicted it perfect because i think on the podcast i said it's gonna be a hard fought hard fought scrap and zaha is mm-hmm. gonna get a uh, a goal in like the 60th or 70th minute he got yeah, one yeah. right in like the 62nd minute but one I didn't nil palace is what you predicted yeah and I, I didn't say that brentford would get the equalizer at like the 86 minute Really, really sloppy, sloppy defense, which is unusual for Palace. But is it really? Because like we said, last year they had the same problem. They couldn't close out game. So if I'm Zaha, I'm probably calling out the coach as well, even though I think Vieira has done a great job. And it's Crystal Palace. What can you do? You know, sometimes right. you got to try to get the lead and then see out the result. But it's not working. So. Um, I, I could totally see why he's frustrated. And let's just talk about Wilfred Zaha. He's off to such a good start, right? Four goals, yeah. I believe. Five goals? Is it three? Four? I think it's four. I got you right I'll here. I'll look it up in a second. But, man, he's off to a start. That goal was a banger, too. Edge of the box. Fucking bend it in the top corner. Beautiful four goals. Goal. Yeah, four goals. And, and he missed a game. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Crystal Palace, if they want to get to that next level, they have to start finishing off these games. No more 85th, 86th, 91st minute uh, uh, draws or anything like that. They got to start seeking out these games if they want to get to the next level. And yeah, maybe Vieira has to switch it up because I think his first half tactics are great. He usually comes out with a bang and he usually good and he usually sets up correctly. I mean, he's gotten the lead at, at Liverpool this year. He's gotten the lead at City this year. And, you know, he, he played Arsenal tough as well for the first 40, 40 minutes or whatever, 30 minutes, I believe it was. Actually, I think we got the goal in, within 10 minutes. But, you know, he he played us tough. Either way, he's a good tactician, but he's still a young coach, so he has to figure out how to end these games and get three points instead of one. Because, you know, if you're if you're Crystal Palace, what what's the goal this season? What's the goal? Mm. Crystal? I'm sure That's Zaha good- wants to get seventh place, maybe get in that conference league, that shit conference mm. league. Zaha, I was looking up a stat, never got in Europe, has never played in Europe. Jesus, really? That's yeah, sad. So a player of his caliber, he's probably itching to get in, and I'm sure he wants to get in there with Palace. So I think that's the goal for them. Brentford, Brentford's always a dog, man. They're always a dog. Yeah. Getting that 86-minute winner, it's a good point for Brentford. But, yeah, not too much to say about that uh, besides that. And then uh, Fulham Brighton. Oh, what Ooh. was our result? I had I had one nothing for Palace. Yeah, you had one nothing Palace, and I had two one Palace. So how does that work again? How are we doing this? With their points so, there for any of us? Zero points for me, and I think it's zero points for you because we both got it wrong. Okay, perfect. 
2-1 Fulham. Mitrovic with another banger. Dude's mm-hmm. on fire. Five goals, man. And Scary. then Brighton won. Good win for Fulham. Fulham just keeps on rolling. They've gotten points out of every game except against Arsenal. Shout out to Arsenal. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, just a great result for Fulham. They've got Tottenham this weekend. We'll talk about that at the end of the podcast. Mitrovic, man, uh, you know, 40 goals last year in the championship. Can he do it in the Premier League? I think he's answering that question very, very yeah. fucking quickly. Guy is deadly. He's a baller. Big time baller. Brighton. Yeah. I, pretty surprising to see them drop points, huh? Where are we at with Brighton? Let's take a look yeah. real quick. Eventually Five games happen. in, three wins, one draw, one loss. Six goals for, six goals against. Yeah. I mean, 10 points. Top four. They're grinding it out. They're, They're getting results. Grinding it out. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I thought they'd pick up a point here. I don't mm-hmm. remember what I predicted. You can tell us that in a second. But yeah, if you're if you're Fulham, you gotta be ecstatic with their start. Coming up from the championship, you know, what are they on right now? They are sitting in eighth place, eight points. I mean, and they've had a tough run too. Fulham's played Liverpool, they've played yep. Arsenal, they've played, you know, Brighton's a tough game. They've had a really, really tough run, and they got Tottenham this weekend. If they can, if they can freaking get something out of that Tottenham game away, oh. uh, then you're saying, man, can we can we finish in mid table? Can we finish around tenth, somewhere yeah. around yeah. there? You know, I, I really like their team, and they brought in the incredible Willian this weekend, this week. <laughs> so, I mean, now you know, now you got to say, can they win the Premier League? <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, yeah, that's right, Willie. But but seriously, um, Fulham just can't say enough about them. Tough ass team. I mean, I know yep. we're gonna have our hands full when we go away at Fulham uh, in the second half of the year. So, what are your thoughts? So you predicted a one zero win for Brighton, and I had a two two draw. Uh, obviously, both of us are wrong there. Uh, Fulham we got off to a getting... terrible start last week, and we did it again this week. I know, I know. I think some of us hit the nail on the head. Um, on a few games later on. Um, yeah, I'm looking at it now. Uh, but uh, I, I'm impressed. I'm impressed with what Fulham's been able to do. Um, I need a result against the Chickens. I yep. need a result against Tottenham over the weekend. That would be huge <clears throat> for me. And also from their standpoint, six weeks in, you've dealt with three top six teams and you've gotten yep. results. Out of two out of the three, you take that. You know, obviously, it's a problem when you're dealing with future uh, Premier League champions in Arsenal. So it's it's a, they're a little bit more of of a difference maker. You look at them differently, but I mean that's why they're undefeated. You know, Arteta is doing his thing. Now, when you say top six teams, you're talking about Arsenal, Man City, Man United, Tottenham, Liverpool, Liverpool, and then Southampton, right? Southampton because no. they smacked up Chelsea, right? So South yeah, Southampton <laughs> top sixteen, right? That's what you're Fuck. talking about, right? When you say top six, because I would I would love to count yeah, Southampton man. with all the moves that they're making. That I'm counting game. the team you fear, United, right, Mister Mister. I'm worried about United. We'll that's talk, the other we'll big save sixteen because that. that's going to take that's going to be a big talk for us. That's the game of the weekend. But spoiler alert: Gunners are fucking their shit up. Spoiler alert. Southampton in the big six now, right? Because they took that fucking title from Chelsea. 
Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. What what the fuck is going on with Chelsea? Yeah. I mean, they look terrible. Yeah. And I hate I'm gonna say it. And this might be my hot take of the week. I'm getting it <laughs> I'm down. Hold on. Let's I'm go. Get it out of the way right now. I think Ch- the players have quit on Thomas Tuchel. <laughs> lost the locker room? Say it. I think he's lost the locker room. I'm watching Jesus. this game and, and, and they look completely lifeless. They have yeah. no ideas. The, the the tactics were mind-boggling. There was one point where they were standing in a perfect circle and, and, and passing the ball back and forth with no yeah. attack. I mean, the fact that this guy still, still hasn't figured out the attack. Striker after striker. They brought in a Bamiyang with a broken jaw now. The guy's going to be out for a month. Just came off getting robbed. I mean, poor yeah. Bamiyang. That was scary. But, I mean, seriously, they think this guy's going to come in and fucking – Bang goals because he's not. I, guess what? I saw him for the last two years at Arsenal. He's not what you need, Chelsea. And no. and it was just, I honestly, it didn't even look like the players were trying. In my in my opinion, really didn't. They've lost. They've they've dropped two games already out of five. Mm-hmm. Not against Man City. Not against Manchester yep. United. Not against Liverpool. Nope. Uh, Southampton's in the big six. So one was against Southampton. Um, <laughs> And then they drop points against Leeds. Leeds and Southampton. Two games out of the first five. And, you know, Zakaria, I don't know about that pickup. If they think he's going to come in and really make a difference, I think they're mistaken because I don't don't see it. He he hasn't been good for a couple of years, that guy. And then, like I said, Aubameyang, I love him. He's a traitor now for going to Chelsea, in my opinion. And he ain't going to solve anything for me. Anything. They're in trouble. They're in trouble. And it might reflect in my top four picks, but what I'm seeing with them is just is not good football at all, not at all. Uh, clueless, uh, soulless, uh, just at a loss for consistent buildup. You go out and go get someone uh, by the end of the deadline and Zakaria, and you have Jorginho and Conte who are doing the same exact thing. Conte's you have hurt. a player. What? Conte's hurt, so that oh okay, so right, fair enough. Difference. He does make yeah. a big difference, so you can kind of point to that maybe. But sure, Conte doesn't score goals either. Sure, yeah, and okay, so with him being hurt, you've also let go of the wages and let go of the contract of Ross Barkley. I mean, depth is an important premium. We we've noted that this year with the World Cup, and you just let go of those wages. I'm not saying he's going to go to someone else and be a big deal, but nevertheless, that's the depth. You want to take him off the books for whatever reason right now. Don't get it. You don't know what you have because based on the performances of late, you can say that. What you know is that Sterling is your most clinical. And as a Fit City fan, if Sterling is your most clinical, you're fucked. You are fucked. You are in huge trouble. So, so, So best wishes to you. I hate him. Um, I love how they have no sort of pickup right now. And yeah, I, I'm eating it up. I think they've had a horrible window and they're trash. <laughs> Simply put, I, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to l- listen. We're past the window. What we have now is what we know. Champions are coming. City had the best window. We're going to get to it. But spoiler alert, Erling Holland is an absolute fucking man. And to not even be saying his name and we are 15 minutes into this pod, it's an absolute disgrace. The man has more goals than 15 out of the 20 Premier League teams. And we're going to get into all 15 as absolutely because it's a fucking joke, man. We're running away with it and it's completely unexpected. And we're in second, bro. Knock, knock. 
Relax. Relax over there. Relax. Hear that, bro? Relax. <laughs> Erlen Hollins. He's a flop. Everybody knew he was going to be a flop, and he's been a flop <laughs> so right. far. I mean, nine goals, I mean, he should have 18 if he was serious. I mean, come he on. He should be tested to make sure that he's a man, that he's a ro- like not a robot. Yeah, he's killing it. And we'll get to him. You really jumped the gun there. Jesus Christ. But, yeah, props to Southampton getting that victory. And to me, like, I don't know. when when I, I just don't know what to say about Chelsea. They're just not impressive this year. And, and no. we, we saw that Tottenham-Chelsea game. I thought it was a well decent, well-played game from them. And I was like, okay. Because coming into this, I thought they had a bad uh, offseason. They overpaid for Cucurella. Yeah. They overpaid for Fofana just now. I thought they had yeah. an odd, uh, odd window considering – the second half of last year was pretty terrible. My mic is fucking horrible today. So they had a pretty that. terrible uh, second. They had a pretty terrible transfer window in the beginning, considering mm-hmm. last year they couldn't fucking score goals in the second half. They were off form all in the second half of last year. They brought in yeah. no attackers to address it. We're going to go with Kai Havertz again. Okay, do that. Keep, keep living off. Oh, he scored in the Champions League against Man City. It was one on one with the goalie. I mean, it wasn't like some amazing goal. He didn't like work. He didn't like fucking destroy Man City's back four. It was a freaking. No. It was a. It was a. It was terrible defensive play. From everybody Man City. knows, City gives up easy buckets when when people score on us. So it's not impressive to score a bucket on City if you can properly counter. So the it Kai Havertz deal is absolutely. Yeah, you're right. But they're still they're still talking about that goal. You know, it'll be twenty twenty six, and they'll be saying, "Oh, did you see Kai Avers? He scored in the Champions League. He's clutch, man." <laughs> and then you know, they, but they didn't address it. Mason Mount, where's Mason Mount? Can somebody put out a, a what is it? An APV? Can somebody find <laughs> yeah. Mason Mount? The guys, the guys gone missing. Yeah. And I swear, if Southgate starts this guy, it, again, oh, I'm gonna lose my mind. I'm gonna Spot lose my on. mind. He puts he puts him on the fucking wing. Mount on the wing is useless, absolutely mm-hmm. useless. When you yeah. have a ton of fucking wingers uh, yeah. uh, on England as well, Mount on the Bernardo wing. Silva. He's not a wing. midfielder that can play a winger. And I keep hearing how great he is. I keep hearing how awesome he is. He doesn't <laughs> he doesn't do anything for me. He really doesn't. He's still a top talent because he's young and he's shown moments. But the way Chelsea fans talk about him, Jesus Christ, man. He, he fits he fits the stereotype, and he's a merchant off of the Phil Foden, which is young English midfielder that's on the rise. Or young, midf- young English player that's attacking on the rise. Takes away from Saka, takes away from Foden. Like, to compare Mason Mount to those two players is an absolute disgrace. Like, Mason Mount, it's a complete joke. And, and as I say that, I'll play devil's advocate for a second. To his fairness... What is he supposed to do when there's not a clear structure as to how exactly. they're supposed to proceed? Exactly. So and maybe I'm being too hard on him, but the it, it could just be the uh, Thomas Tuchel tax. We're going to start calling it because this yeah. guy's tactics are way off, and he needs to wake up. Because I'm going to say it in my predictions: Man, Manchester United will fucking leapfrog Chelsea. They will. People yeah. are down on them, but they look to me the last couple games they look better than Chelsea. I'm still not that impressed by them, but. Yeah, man, this Chelsea team. All right, let's it's move on. That you even talk top four and you even bring up those two teams because none of those teams are in mind. The <laughs> fuck out of here with either of those. You changed it again? Did you change it again? Oh, my top four. I've I've, I've held on to my top four. Yeah, right, relax. Uh, <laughs> Leeds versus Everton. The hot take of last week. 
did not go as planned. I had Fat oh, Frank being home right now, prepping for the Merseyside Derby, ordering <laughs> Domino's did. and fucking all all kinds of fucking foods, Tostino pizza rolls, and, yeah. and watching the Merseyside Derby from home. He gets a draw, yeah. Fat Frank, on the road, Ellen, at Ellen Road. And uh, yeah, it was a good result. Rodrigo goes down pretty early in that game. Yeah, shoulders Yeah, fantasy Premier League, you took a hit because I'm sure Rodrigo was a sleeper. A lot of people probably started him. But yeah, uh, ugly, ugly shoulder dislocation. Uh, he'll probably mm. be out for a little bit, and that'll definitely hurt Leeds because he was on fire to begin with. Um, but yeah, Everton 1-1. Uh, I kept my eye on this game a little bit. Another, another good goal from uh, Anthony Gordon. Ever since he's been linked with Chelsea, he's been playing good. Maybe they should have paid $65 million for him. <laughs> dude, dude. I mean, the, I think there's still a little bit of that English tax on there, but fuck, he's balling. He is balling. Tuchel's like the fucking <clears throat> Tuchel's like the uh, the the Antichrist. Whenever he, whenever he's they come to Chelsea, they suck. But when he links yeah. with them and they don't come to Chelsea, they get they they catch form right away. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. No, what's fu- what's funny though, though, and I think it was about two weeks ago, or maybe when he got his ass beat by Leeds, they asked him about strikers afterwards, and the response was just so coveted of of what Tuchel is, which is just simply like. Yeah, no, no, we we understand, no, but the question is flawed in the way that's asked, yeah, because we don't just need strikers, we need a, we need movement, we need we need a spirit about the club, and right now we do not have that. It's it's shameful. Shut the fuck up, bro. Who had those players together, Mister? I won the Champions League with them, but the Prem, bro, you can't handle the marathon, bro. The little sprint, the little yeah, we'll we'll take Madrid on in two legs, and I don't even want to bring up Real Madrid as a as a City fan, but yeah, you you can handle that stuff in the tournament but marathon you, you don't got it in you dog you ain't got the, that you ain't got that dog in you what a great german accent that was by the way uh like but that? yeah so so i'm really upset my fat frank prediction didn't come true my hot take <laughs> last week um but it's I a good i guess it's a good result for everton i still wasn't impressed by them leads look really freaking lifeless as well for most of that game it's pretty pretty boring one one if i'm gonna be mm-hmm. honest uh so uh, what was our prediction for Southampton, Chelsea, and and then Leeds, Everton? All right, Southampton, Chelsea. We had you with a two-one Chelsea win, and Damn I it. had a two. I had a two-nothing Chelsea win. Yeah. What about Leeds, Everton? I obviously had Everton losing because of my fat Frank hot take. Yeah, you had two-zero Leeds, and I had one-zero Leeds. Oh, <laughs> four to start. Jesus Christ! What was our record yeah. this week? Uh, I haven't actually done it. We're going through it right now. So right, if no, you I'm want, gonna talk, yeah. I'm going to start talking the Arsenal game. Tally it up for us real quick. All right, cool. Uh, Go for it. Yeah, next game on the list: Arsenal two, Aston Villa one. I think I had a three nothing on this one, but um, so I guess I'll take a point for it. But yeah, Arsenal Aston Villa. Uh, as an Arsenal fan, let me talk about this game here. Couldn't finish our fucking dinner. Couldn't finish anything. This game should have been done within 30 minutes. Saka, Mr. Sitter, really, he's off to a slow start. And I'm going to tell you why that's a good and a bad thing. Um, But, yeah, 2-1 goals from Gabriel Gabriel's, the Gabriel's, Gabriel Jesus, goal from Gabriel Martinelli. Both of them played awesome. Martinelli and Gabriel Jesus, I'm sorry. But if you're a defender, you have to be having nightmares about these two. Their pace and their work rate is relentless. 
I saw so many times where they lost the ball and got it right back because they don't fucking quit running those two. They must have ran a combined. They must have ran the New York City Marathon in that game. Both of them. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, it was there was times where Jesus was in left back and then I, I blink my eye and he's back at the top of the pitch trying to bang in a goal. I mean, yeah. just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like I said, this game should have been over within 30 minutes miss sitters they have to start getting those in and hopefully they will start falling for us those sitters but yeah i mean it was a it was a good performance from arsenal more need to be more clinical in the finishing but yeah you could say a lot of good things about this game um the goal it, it, that looked like a foul to me i don't know how you could pin the goalie and it's not a foul obstruction with the keeper didn't make any sense but the response to go um, 90 seconds later and Martinelli bang a goal in. Yep. I'll tell you what. There was a game last year, Arsenal versus Everton, that would have played out this way last year. Arsenal, one up, couldn't finish anything in the first half, get a goal. I think it was Odegaard gets a, gets a nice goal before halftime. Come out in the second half, again, can't finish their dinner. one nothing. Mm-hmm. Goal in the 70th minute. Then another goal in like the eighty something minute, two one Everton, they stole the game. That's not happening Crazy. anymore. Arsenal has a different uh, DNA now. They do. Yep. They came back and responded right away. The fans weren't worried. The team wasn't worried when they equalized. Boom. Scored. Game over. So yep. I think it's a different Arsenal team. And there's a big, big test coming up this weekend. Big test coming up. <laughs> Into the weekend, brother. I am fucking amped. I'm gotten I'm wait, grilling out. I'm getting shit right for that 11:30 kickoff. I'm gonna have me a nice little spread, bro. I am so stoked to watch your team mop the fuck out of United. I hope so, but I'm, I'm, you know, it's at Old Trafford. Our, our, our record at, at Old Trafford is abysmal. It's, it's truly abysmal. You just got done talking about Arsenal's resilience. You just got done talking about the resilience, and it's spot on. We've seen it all year long. What do you like? You want to be like relaxed about it, but you are literally seeing the ingredients of what, what. How do you end up holding the trophy at the end? Well, you get results when you have complete adversity right at you. And this is exactly what Arsenal have done. They're keeping the pace, bro. It is beautiful. And also, I will, I mean, it it is a worldie from Douglas Louise. (laughs) I mean, I got to be real. Ramsey got fouled. Yes, but quite frankly, the Rams put it there. Ramsdale, yeah. Ramsey, my bad. Yeah, Ramsdale got got blocked off. So absolutely, I mean, it was a worldie of a goal. Also, young CDM. Did we find ourselves a young player who can who can play some time? If if Thomas isn't really you know back, I was impressed, bro. I think I sent you the little like two to three minute highlights on his entire game. Fuck, bro, you can't ask for more. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about that. Uh, Thomas Partey out again. The guy can't play more than six or seven games at Arsenal when, when, yeah. um, before getting hurt, which is fucking ridiculous. I think his, it's his a problem. injury record at Atletico Madrid was, uh, second to none. I think he was injured maybe once in about four years and then he comes to Arsenal and now he can't fucking stay on the field. Story of my life. But anyway. Dude, we got other things to discuss point. in regards to Atletico Madrid's inability to, to run the club properly, but go ahead. I don't even want to waste my time on Simeone. I hate that guy. But <laughs> yeah. um, El Nenny comes in CDM. El Nenny is the equivalent of having sex with your wife with condoms. He is the equivalent of safe, safe sex. 
He will never, he will never be anything more than a six out of 10. He will never drop in a ball that splits the lines in the defense. He, he stops the ball and then he passes it either backwards or sideways. Muhammad L sideways is his nickname. Um, but he gets hurt. And now we have to go to Sambi Lathanga. And Sambi, we brought in last year for about 20 million, which was a big, big fee. He's a Belgium international. He usually plays on the bench for Belgium. So definitely oh, okay. has big props. Thierry Henry, who works with Belgium, was basically like Arsenal signed this guy. There's something about him. He's young. He's 23. Sign him. He will be good for you. And last year, he was not good. They put him in a single pivot once, and the dude looked scared. Bambi Lakanga, they were calling him. Um, <laughs> Jesus, really? <laughs> but, you know, I, he played against this week. And but, but, I haven't said one thing about Aston Villa. They they suck. Stevie G <laughs> is making yeah. Frank Frank Lampard look like fucking uh, Ferguson. Look like, yeah. look like Ferguson. <laughs> Stevie G's awful. His tactics were terrible. Oh, However... Yeah. I saw a lot of promising things for Sambi. I'm still worried about going to Old Trafford with him as a single pivot because that, that, that's a different Why? story than, than playing fucking Stevie G and his fucking shit team. But I saw a lot of things that looked like he improved. Last year, he, he wouldn't call for the ball from, from the center backs. He would leave them stranded all the time. No. So he didn't do that at all. you know. And another thing he would do, he would do the fucking Mohamed El sideways. He would grab the ball. <laughs> And he would either pass it backwards immediately or just pass it sideways and play the easy pass. And yeah. with the system we play, that's not what we want to do. This game was totally different. First first yeah. pass of the game, he looks nervous <clears throat> and he passes it backwards right away. And I'm like, oh, here we go again. We are absolutely fucked. <laughs> After that, he was grabbing the ball, advancing it, making cross field passes that were really nice, dropping the ball in cross field. He looked really, really good. I was very impressed. Second half kind of tailed off a little bit, but I saw a lot of good progress from him. So, you know, like I said, Old Trafford Sunday is a different test. If if we come in Monday and say, damn, Sambi got fucking exposed, I'm not going to be surprised. But if we come in Sunday and say, hey, Sambi was class again, I'm not going to be surprised either because I saw some, I saw things in his game that he definitely improved upon. So we have to lean him. I, who are we gonna start there? Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Jaka, and then the uh, other midfielder. The other midfielder should be Smith Rowe, and then keep Odegaard up front. Well, Odegaard might be hurt, so they're assessing him. He might be out. So he, we'll talk about this later. Um, let's just we'll, we'll do our, our predicted lineups and stuff like that, and we'll continue the conversation for Man United because I think that's going right. to take most of our time. That's the game of the weekend. Oh so, God, absolutely, yeah. The rest of these, some of these games, they don't deserve it more than thirty seconds. There's some interesting ones though, um, but yeah, let's let's uh, let's get back to that, and we'll do that later. But I had what I have. I think I predicted three zero, right? For this is the Arsenal game. Yes, 3-0 Arsenal, and I also predicted 3-0 Arsenal. So both of us got a point out of this. Okay, and now tell us me the score for Bournemouth Wolves, and that's the amount of time we're going to spend on this game. <laughs> yeah, so the Bournemouth Wolves, uh, you predicted a 2-0 Wolves, and I predicted a 1-1 draw. So you, it was a draw, so don't you get something from that? No? I did. I got a point out of that. All right, all right. Um, yeah, I'm done. Uh, Man City, not here for us. <laughs> I have nothing to say about that game. I mean, seriously. Wolves need to yeah, wake the, the only, fuck up. 
all I'll say. The, yeah, the only thing I will say about it is when my hot take was Neto goes to Arsenal, obviously it got proven wrong. I thought was Arsenal were going to make a move. Yeah, that was so. my hot take. So, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it just it, embarrassing. Embarrassing for Wolves. Um, and and that jawline. Move on, it. move on. Right, Come on. Move, move. <laughs> so, Man, yeah. City. Take it. Take City. it from here. It's you. Predictions, 3-0 City. You had that. I had 3-1 City. Both of us got a point out of that. Neither of us expected for City to put up two field goals. But at the end of the day, Holland's a god. Um, the Nordic meat shield strikes again. He is inevitable. Um, it is what it is when it comes to the team. I think actually I'm going to go off on a limb right here and say this. Holland is going to go ahead and continue to start Prem until we have these next round of, of uh, midweek fixtures with other uh, tournaments and cups because Doesn't Champions League start this week. It, it is actually coming. Up. Yeah, I'm going to pull out the Champions League jersey for next week's episode. He's going to rotate. Is that your hot take of the week? No, he, he's starting. Here's my hot take of the week. He's starting the next three games in a row. That's, we want to. I think he won. Take the week. <laughs> all right, fine. I, I'll, 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 I'll go ahead and I, I got another one for you. All right. All Since right. I brought up 15 out of the 20 teams that he's outscored in the fucking league already, uh, he's breaking the season goal season, uh, record this year. What is Alan Sure? Like my nuts. What is it's it? What's the, what's the record? 32 goals. Oh, yeah. That might happen in uh, two weeks. <laughs> 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 he's a god man no but yeah, all seriousness it's um, not fair it's not fair that's all i have to say yeah. it's not fair um no. and city wins the transfer window because they have erling holland you know i'm tired of hearing oh tottenham signed a lot of depth uh yeah they got richarlison <laughs> coming off the bench they got 36 year old parasitch uh <laughs> that tottenham fan sounds that? a lot like that chelsea fan yeah, <laughs> they sound yeah, yeah. yeah they're sitting at the same <laughs> lunch table fucking eating peanut butter and jellies but um <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, give me a break. Man City got Erlen Holland. They won the fucking – they won it. They won the transfer. 61 million. 61 million, him. by the way. They got Erlen Holland. He is the best striker in the league. And Mbappe, you're number two now, buddy. <laughs> I want to see Mbappe come in the Premier League and score two hat tricks in a row. I mean, I don't think I would that would happen. That. I don't think it would happen. You think? Uh, you don't Mbappe, think Killian could do that? No, I don't two hat tricks in a row, you know, maybe if he had two favorable schedules in a row, but I, I, you know, we can have that discussion another day, but yeah, it's just, it's not fair. It's not fair. Halland is just, he's going to keep bagging goals and he is going to break that record a hundred percent unless he, he has an injury. That's the only thing that will stop him. That's the only, I'm not wishing it on him. I'm just saying that is the only way that it will stop him. That's it. And be careful yeah. because I'm going to tell you something. Aston Villa is a dirty fucking team. They had some dirty, dirty challenges. The ref is a oh. fucking scumbag. I'm going to get his name and shout him out. He was he had no control over that game from the first minute. I text my dad. I said this 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 asshole ref has to get control. They were dr- throwing dirty challenges in there the whole time, and they Nepal Tierney uh, Odegaard's no, he, but he is refing fucking Man U Sunday. Kill me. That's right. Um, That's right. That's where I got the name. You're right. But yeah. Dirty challenges, so so maybe he should be benched uh, Sunday because you don't need him because you can go there and roll over Stevie G's team with uh with six players probably, and then um, <laughs> yeah but then, yeah just watch out because I was I was actually pissed off and Odegaard they fucked up his ankle uh, that 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 asshole McGinn with a yeah. dirty dirty challenge that was awful an awful challenge and uh, 
Hopefully Odegaard's available for Man U because we need him. But, yeah, that, that's all I want to say about that. Nottingham Forest, I mean, maybe they need to sign 13 more players because it's not going to start for them. They signed, they signed a record 22, by the way, a yeah. record 22. And one of them I do want to call out. Um, one thing one one thing to note about this game, really, really happy about the clean sheet. But more specifically, Nottingham Forest had a opportunity within two to three minutes in the game. And Renan Lodi missed a clear shot, hit the side netting, but had had Ederson way off. We're a little cute at times defensively, and we've been a little cute all year. I know we can put it up, but I would like to see more clean sheets. I think a consistent back line right now is very important. Shout out to Akanji. Love the pickup. Um, but yeah, I, I really think that back line needs to just have some more chemistry, have some more um, just pressure early on in this year for me to feel really, really good about it. And then here's my crazy, crazy idea. I think that's going to eventually happen just because of the amount of fixtures by the winner. Jao Cancelo is going to end up playing left wing for us at one point. And we're going to start Sergi Gomez at left back. Mark, mark those words, my guy. He hit a banger earlier. Did Jack Grealish die? Uh, no, he's coming back from injury. He's probably going to be on the squad list this weekend. I don't know if he'll start. Um, but, yeah, he's coming into things. Yeah, I, I try not to worry about Jack so much. What? Cancelo's going to start over Grealish. At left, or at left wing, gonna be hurt, or he's going to be ro- rotating. Grealish doesn't play <laughs> left wing for you guys. What does he play for you guys? He plays left wing. Yeah, he yeah, plays left wing. Right. But this is what I'm anticipating. All right, it's December or January. Uh, we're not going to be too active in the window. Kevin has an injury because Roberto Martinez enslaves him when he goes to Belgium and plays for the national team. The man likes to play him in the 86th minute after they're beating uh, Bolkistan 9 nothing, and he still plays him, and I'm fucking heated about it every time. So something's going to happen with Bernardo, or it's going to happen in the midfield, like with already with Calvin Phillips. And what that's going to require is Jack or Phil Foden to go to the midfield, and he's going to slot in Jao at left wing because our depth is in the defense right now with, with us adding a kanji. We can actually throw in John Stones at right back. We've actually done it, similar to what you guys are doing with Ben White. So I think with that type of diversity in the back, as I tell you before, not but five minutes ago, I want more consistency in the back line. Eventually, I think with the comfort of Sergi Gomez covering left back, Jao's going to go up front. Let's see if it happens. And uh, by the way, I just Googled Bolkistan because I wasn't sure (laughs) if it really was a country. It sounded like (laughs) bullshit. I wasn't confident in my uh, geography, so it's not a country, by the way, everybody. <laughs> of course it's not a fucking country. I don't know. Maybe some people didn't know. I, I'm not. Oh, wait. Oh, no, it's not. It's not. Sorry. That's Pakistan. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. Fuck Man City. I'm tired of this. Uh, they should be banned for the league. Their transfers were sketchy, and I'm launching an investigation, and I'll let you know my uh, findings in about a week. Sure. I'd love to get that report. <laughs> I'll have it. I'll send it to you. What's your address? Yeah. West Ham Spurs won one draw. West Ham Spurs won one draw. Uh, did you watch this one? What did you think? Uh, I'll tell you what I thought. I think the Spurs suck, and I always will think that. No, but I, I did watch it, and um, Antonio looked good, never got the goal. Typical, typical Conte game. I mean, 
really not impressed. I still have not been impressed by one performance by the Spurs. Um, they look average, and Totten fans are finally starting to agree because I'm seeing them say, yeah, we, we, we don't look too good. And these results are going to catch up. They're getting points out of everything. They're still unbeaten. Two draws, three wins. But it's going to catch up to them. And Antonio Conte is already planting the seed. Oh, we didn't do enough in this transfer window. We didn't do enough. He's already planting the seed for his exit. He is. Mm-hmm. He is. And, um, yeah, West Ham was was all right. Came on in the second half. Paqueta looked pretty damn good in his uh, cameo. So, yeah, it was, a, like it was it. a decent game. Uh, there was a, West Ham should have won this. There was a point yes. at the end of the game where the ball rolled right past two West Ham guys uh, right in front of the net, empty net. Uh, what's his name? Time stood what's still. What's the goalie's name for Spurs? I, I'm drawing a blank. Hugo Lloris. Lloris. Lloris, you know, was on the left side of the goal. It was an open net, and it rolled right past two West Ham players. So they should Overrated as fuck, too, by the way. Every time I say his name, we should point yeah. that out. Hugo yeah. overrated Lloris. Not a fan. Not a fan. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, this is honestly, it's a good result for Spurs because they, once again, mm-hmm. weren't good, but they still got a point out of it. So they're still unbeaten. Um, and West Ham, yeah, you got to be disappointed to not get three out of that. That was my take. Yeah, the other take, and I would agree with that for sure. Definitely, I think you and I saw the same thing. I would also say this. West Ham are going to be scary back half of the year. I think they're going to get it right. I think the signings that they've had, but get this world class. I'm I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. I know it's a stretch to make that statement. Sorry? I, think, I, think, I think it's general consensus, right? You guys were looking uh, at If Man City's looking at a player, he's world class, right? So you, so yeah, I'm not bringing no fucking bums. I'm not going to disagree if the boss says he's a good player. His value is immediately inflated. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with that. But I think it's because ultimately, the naysayers right now can say you haven't seen enough from the internet from the international standpoint. I have not seen enough from the from from Brazil play. And the French league is eh, the fucking French league, so let's not get too hyped about that. So if I'm gonna if I'm gonna play devil's advocate, that's where I'm where I'm coming from. Classic signature for or not classic signature for West Ham, but classic. Good job, great job in picking that guy up. I think back half of the year West Ham's going to be impressive if they can go ahead and get it all together. Clearly, they missed opportunities in this game. Tottenham lucked out and got a result again. Um, out of the top four, they're currently in third with 11 points, and they have a plus six goal differential. They've only scored 10 fucking goals, and they've given up four. They're like a, a, a Brighton on steroids squeezing out results right now, and yeah. that's not what Tottenham's supposed to be. Antonio Conte, you piece of shit. Yeah. You're better than that. Supposedly, whack ass wig piece, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> Jesus, didn't have to go for the man's hair. It's shocking <laughs> that they've only given up four goals because they haven't even looked good defensively. I think they're just they're getting really lucky with some of these results, and it will catch up to them. It might 100%. even catch up to them this weekend against Fulham. Fulham's a tough team. Their counter is pretty good. They can they can defend pretty well as well. So we'll see about that game. But, yeah, I mean, I don't have too much to say. I think West Ham should be disappointed they didn't get out of there with three. And Tottenham should be happy that they somehow got a draw out of this. I really think uh-huh. so. Son hasn't been good all season. Kane, even though he's got his four goals, he doesn't look that great either. So we'll see. We'll see. I think um, – I don't know. I think I – think, 
Conte is the way he plays is just just boring to watch. Really boring to watch, and I I don't understand, you know, why so many people said they had a great window. Yes, they did bring in depth, but you know, what, what good is the depth if Harry Kane gets injured? I mean, seriously, yeah, you need yeah. players in the middle. They, they they their system relies on wing backs, and Perisic looks pretty good, but he's older. He'll probably mm-hmm. catch an injury somewhere around there. And then you got Royal Emerson Royal on the other side. The guy sucks going forward. I mean, he's okay defensively, not but a wing back. He's useless going forward. So if your system relies on wing backs, why wouldn't you bring in someone better as a right wing back? I don't get it. But either way, I'm done with that. You have anything left to say? What was our predictions on this one again? Ooh, I hit the nail on the head on this one, my my guy. One one draws what I predicted, so I got three points, and then wow. you predicted a two one win for West Ham. <clears throat> and then oh, I should have had it. There was another point in this game too, where the ball fell right in front of the goal, and Paqueta left it for I forget who it was. And then they both end up gumming each other, and nobody kicked the ball, and it would yep. have been and, an easy goal. Exactly, and that's where I talk about once they get the chemistry going. Times like that, they're you're they're banging that in in two to three weeks from now. You know what I mean? So you're spot on. I think West Ham's going to be scary down the line, man. They're deeper this year, too. You know, they're bringing Skamaka, Paqueta. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think, you know, I think they'll be one of those teams fighting for top six, uh, uh, definitely, once they get their shit together. But they got to yeah. get it together quick, you know. We're, we're almost – we're halfway through, you know, 10 games. We're halfway through the 10 games. So once you get to 10, 11, 12 games, you really know who teams are, and we're almost at that yeah. point. So Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Next one. Liverpool, Newcastle, man, man, joke, man. joke. I, I watched it back, and you know, Nick Pope was down for about two, three minutes. It's just annoying how you don't know when the clock is going to stop. And if you're Newcastle, if I'm a Newcastle fan, I'm going to feel hard done by that. I really am. But uh, it was a good win for Liverpool. Great goal from Car- Carvalho at the end. I really like that kid. Class, class signing from Liverpool. Liverpool yeah. just knows how to recruit wingers. These guys just bring in deadly wingers year after year. They mm-hmm. had they had fucking they already had Mane and fucking um, Salah. Then they bring in freaking Jota out of nowhere. Nobody saw yeah. that coming. He was a he nope. scored a shitload of goals last year. Then they bring in Luis Diaz. Dude's dude's a baller. And now they bring in Carvalho. I mean, they just know how to recruit wingers. Can they recruit yeah. one for Arsenal? We need a right winger, please. Um, but <laughs> either way. You know, my main takeaway from this is I, I might have been wrong. Isak might be a might be a player because the dude scored two goals. One was taken away by because he was offside by a freaking dick hair. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, he looks like a baller, man, and he looks like he's gonna adjust to the Premier League pretty well. To go in Anfield, he started, which I was surprised by. I thought he definitely could yeah. He started at Anfield, bangs two goals. One was taken away, but he looked good, man. He looked like he's gonna be a problem, man. Yeah. I might have been wrong because I thought he was going to come in this league and flop. But, yeah, he looks damn good. Well, he still can. I'm impressed. I'd like to see a little bit more from Newcastle down the line. But I was <laughs> impressed with what I saw from him. They fought. They played a, a good counter game to Liverpool's, you know, possession dominant style. Um, I don't know about Liverpool, man. I don't know. They're I I, to get out of there with a draw. I mean, they're lucky to get out of there with a win. It should have been a draw. 100%. 
I saw the Twitter breakdown. There's a good little video out there that kind of shows when Nick Pope went down, when uh, uh, Jolinto also went down with a little bit of an injury. And so the time accumulated, it made a certain sense. But like you said, you've already noted it. We're not we're not privy to that as as viewers. And if we had some sort of knowledge to that, maybe we would be more receptive to these types of outcomes. It's a little it's a little down that we get to see that we see the time we see what was extended time already allowed and it's three minutes over and we're all scratching our nuts like sir i'd like a result here like that's bullshit and yeah it's disappointing for sure i I do have a, a proposed solution to that we can go on another episode about other random shit but i don't think what is it quickly just what's the proposed solution if two things around and stop this time, they get fucking shot like in Squid Game. No, the American concept, I think, and you can maybe speak to this, <laughs> is is actually physically stopping the fucking clock. <laughs> like, I, I mean, mean I know it stoppage time, right? Just do it in stoppage time. Yeah, yeah, like that would be okay if you just do it in. Actually, that's even a, a reformed, better uh, decision. But that that I think would be ideal. It's a lot more parity. Also, I, I don't know how much solution this would be, but we text a little bit about this. A little bit of a of a final ten minutes report that shows what the hell's going on in the mindset of these refs and and the VAR when they look right at things. Now. Yeah, that is needed right now. I mean, why yeah. they just can't explain what they decide? I don't get yeah. it. It would be great. It would be great. I used to look at those two. When I was following basketball really, really hard, I was looking at those two-minute reports anytime the Knicks were having some fuckery in games or close you know, games. I, I would pay attention to those types of things because it's like, I mean, they have to account for themselves, and they have a system to all of this. I actually know some refs in the, in, in the college basketball world, and I know how serious they take their jobs. So I can only imagine what it's like in you know, top-flight English soccer. So, I mean, come on, you know? It only makes sense. It only makes sense. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, like I said, if you're a Newcastle fan, you're pissed off at that. If you're a Liverpool fan, you're thrilled because that should have been another one-pointer for Liverpool and at Anfield as well. They had one against Crystal Palace earlier in the year. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. They, they Liverpool, like, they dominated that game, but their finishing is just off. I mean, Salah, yeah. where, where's dude at? Where is he at? And it's a – it's a little sad. It's a I don't, Egypt. I don't know. I mean, it, it, he's getting prepped for the World Cup. It's a little. You got paid, and it look kind of looks like you're not all in it right now, bro. You came back mm-hmm. off off vacation with the blonde highlights, like your name's Justin Timberlake. I don't know what's up with this. Is that even allowed in your religion? Like, what's he's up doing with the you, Mesut Ozil? He got the contract, and now he's freaking taking days off. The Mesut Ozil. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Shout out to that German. But yeah. So, question. If Isak comes in and he looks as good as he did in this first game, is Newcastle a threat for top six? Yeah, I thought you were going to slip in the four. Yes. They're not there yet, but can they get into Europa? I'm looking at the West Hams. I'm looking at the Tottenham's. I'm I'm looking at the Chelsea's. I'm going to tell you straight up. Newcastle, for me, can leapfrog West Ham as that, you know, team right outside of the big six that's dangerous. I think Great so. Point. I think it could happen this year. Great point. Absolutely. You rate their manager. You think he can kind of handle that towards the end of the campaign? He's been brilliant. I mean, ever since he came and, and 
I forget when he was appointed. I think it was around January last year, but yeah, the results speak for themselves. They're, they're on yeah. one of the best forms since he's been uh, appointed dating back to last year. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I rate Eddie Howe better than David Moises. I, I definitely, definitely. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. West Ham wins that manager battle or uh, Newcastle wins that manager battle in that situation. All right. Well, we're our predictions for this and then we'll do quick. You're going to be pissed off and I'm going to be super happy. I nailed it on the head. 2-1 Liverpool. I had a so draw. I got three points. You had a 2-1 win for Newcastle, ah. which is why you should be super pissed. Because Isaac's off by a dick hair, gets that goal. It's over. There's no extra time that's being extended that much. Probably not. Probably not. Maybe Nick no. Pope doesn't freaking go down like that. Or maybe, I don't know. It could have been time-wasting. You never know with those things. So it's hard to yeah. tell. But, yeah, they need to find a solution for that for sure. Man U, one. Leicester, zero. Uh, I mean, Leicester's terrible. I mean, what, what else is it's there to horrible. say? Leicester was awful. They they let uh, Jaden Sancho cherry-pick for Manchester United's <laughs> only goal. He was cherry-picking yeah. back there. Nobody marked him at all. And boom, stand breakaway, uh, you know, like I said, I haven't really been impressed by Manchester United's performances. I have been more impressed by their defense. Uh, who knew benching Harry Maguire would have such a big payoff? Oh, that's right. Oh, Harry. my God. Everybody. <laughs> yeah, imagine. Imagine. Go figure. Look at the logic, United. The world knew that. Fucking hell. In, uh, Wilfred Ndidi started at center back for Leicester. Center back, dude. When I saw the, fucking, the starting lineup, I was like, that indeed that's center back? <laughs> Jesus. Joke, man. They're doing my guy wrong. And I saw Lester yeah. owners release some statement about how they have to, they can't spend money right now. They're having money problems. And I mean, good on the owners for being transparent with the fans, but they have to be careful because they look like one of the worst teams in the league. And like yeah. I said, Fulham looks impressive. They're going to stay up. They're, they're going to stay up. That's I'm already saying it right now. Lester better watch out. You get relegated, you're going to have some more money problems, my friend. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the funds are not coming in as strong as they are in, in, the, in the championship. So best best wishes to you. That's the case. Yeah. I mean, anything else? man? Did, were you impressed by Man U? Were you impressed oh, by no. uh, Brendan Rodgers not winning again? No, it's a joke. Going into this, you wouldn't. If I'm playing United after this game, if, I, if, I, if, if I'm looking at this game and I know I got United on Sunday, bring that shit the fuck on you're not getting that goal against Leicester and for you to only slap Leicester with one goal as bad as they are I'm sorry that's that's that just speaks to how that team ain't really all for it and that's that's what Arsenal used to do a couple years ago all right we're up one we're cool we're chill just so happens that Leicester ain't gonna punish them for it shit do that against Arsenal I'm even saying I would double down if I'm a gambler and I'm seeing and let's just say knock on wood United go up one nil in the first 10 minutes double down on the Arsenal dub United don't got that fight man trash team trash team but yeah that wraps up the week <clears throat> what did we have for that I know I picked Man U to win because Leicester is so poor yeah you had um 2-1 United and I had a 2-2 draw so I got one point out of that no, I got one point. United won. It wasn't a draw. Holy shit. Uh, I got that wrong. Guy. I, need, oh. I, need to, I need to recount. Zero, Stop the count. Nine. Stop the count. Okay. 
Stop the count. All right, hold on. Let's let, let's go through the uh, results. Um, one-one draw for Palace Brentford. Yeah. Two-one win for Fulham. Yep. Two-one win for Southampton. Yep. Big six. One-one draw for Leeds. Fat Frank. Zero-zero draw for Wolves. Can't finish. <laughs> City with the buckets. Arsenal 2-1. Draw for West Ham, Tottenham. Uh, Pool with the 2-1 win. Draw for Leicester United. Yeah, okay, we're good. Yeah. So, you had three points total for the week. I had nine points total for the week. What the fuck? (laughs) You got two threes, right? Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, the West Ham, Tottenham, and the Liverpool, Newcastle. All right, cool. Let's move. We move. We move. We move. Um, We said we were going to bring in some predictions for the year after the transfer window. So let's give our predictions, and then we can touch on the transfer window a little bit, and then we'll move to the fixtures for the weekend. So predictions for the the season. We're going to give them now top four, relegation, player of the season, golden boot, flop of the season, and we're going to call that the mutt of the season. Um, but yeah, I'm going to give my top four right now. And I, I went back and forth on this and I actually did a top six. So I'll get my top four and then I'll tell you the two Europe spots as well. I went back and forth on this a bunch of times. I moved Arsenal out. I moved them in. I moved them out again because of the window. And I moved them back Yeah, I was really down on them. I really was. But here's my top four. City wins the league. I've I've said that. This is going to be an easy, easy journey for them. Liverpool's not on it. Arsenal's not deep enough. Chelsea's terrible. Man U's not good enough. And Tottenham, Antonio Conte is already looking for his way out. And they're just a counter-attacking team. You can't be one-dimensional and win the fucking league. So, yep, that's it. And they win the league. Liverpool, second place. Arsenal get third. Man U get fourth. Wow. I got Tottenham and Chelsea in the fifth and sixth spots, I'm putting Chelsea in fifth, Tottenham in sixth. But yeah, that's my top four. What are your thoughts on wow. my top four? Uh, you're claiming history. You're claiming a lot of history being made this year with City putting themselves in the three P category. Um, you're predicting a lot of misery for Liverpool and potential even changes coming with made with rosters and stuff like that. I mean, after finishing second this many times in a row, you got to be banging your head against the wall thinking well, how much better can we get? You got Arsenal in third, which I actually agree with. Yeah. Well, you know what? I wanted to take them out and, you know, we'll touch on the transfer window a little bit. I thought it was disappointing. We didn't bring in a center mid. We were linked yeah. with David uh, Douglas Louise. Um, we couldn't get that over the line. Uh, Aston Villa is holding out. I don't know why he's going to leave in nine months. Why not take the yep. 25 mil? But, you know, for me, it's poor planning by Edu. Obviously, they had no intention on bringing a midfielder in. And then they panicked when El Nenny got hurt, which I, I don't get it. We need another midfielder. Um, I thought I thought we needed one regardless of who got hurt. Thomas Partey's injury record is abysmal at Arsenal. They should have been prepared for this. You should, as a board, you should sit down and go over scenarios in your head. 
Yeah. Thomas Partey has been unable to play 10 games in a row for Arsenal since he's fucking got here. Period. Damn. So Damn. then you're going to put El Nenny back there, and El Nenny's not good enough. Like I said, he, he yeah. should be the third choice DM. If he's going to play Europa League games and, and, and group stage games in Europa League and fucking Carabao Cup games, he's fine. But he's yeah. not going to fucking do it week in and week out in the Premier League. He's not no. at all. No. So, so you're going to have to give me you're going you're going to have to give me an explanation as to why you have united at fourth. Uh, I can't I can't fathom a first year and take you know how much of a success that would be for a united fan base if they get top 4. I just after- think, Yeah, no, absolutely, but I just I just think I don't I don't see it at all with Tottenham. They're getting lucky results. Their their style of play is terrible. Um they could have, you know, went for the kill and, and brought in one more player, you know, they, they said they had this big fucking investment coming in and they signed, you know, I, I'm tired of hearing this. Oh, Champions League. You get Champions League football, you bring in the big players. Richarlison? Perisic? <laughs> so, I mean, I'm sorry, Tottenham, but if you have Antonio Conte and you have Champions League football and the best you can do is Basuma, yeah. who I rate, I was but about to say Yannick is rated, sure. but he would have went to you without Champions League football. So would have Richarlison. True. Like that's a really good point. That they got, they got because it. So you're not a draw, Tottenham. If you can't draw the big players now, you're never going to be able to do it. And I just don't rate their style of football at all. It's not going to be able to do it. It's not. Last year they got top four because Arsenal didn't have the depth. We could add more depth, but we have it now. We have the depth. You know, T- Zinchenko's hurt. We're going to miss him Sunday, but we have tyranny. Right? We have tyranny we can throw in. Yeah. You know, where we might hurt is, is Saka because he looks like his legs are fucking killing him a little bit. He's played a lot of football in the last two, three years. He's had to carry Arsenal for the last two, three years. So I'm worried about that. But us getting third, I think we did enough business to get third. And man, you getting fourth is more of a reflection on I just don't rate Tottenham. I don't think they're gonna I, they're getting good results now. It's gonna catch up to them, and they're gonna start dropping points, dropping points, dropping points. And Chelsea, I just don't see it. They're playing terrible football. Tuchel, I think he's gonna be gone by December, somewhere around there. Yeah. They're gonna have to pivot because this owner spent almost three hundred million dollars, and these results aren't good enough. So I think. I think Man U's just going to get lucky, and they're just going to pick up points, pick up points, pick up points. They're starting to do it already. They're going to pick up points against the weaker side, and they'll surprise, you know, playing at Old Trafford is is it's an advantage. They have a great home stadium. They get loud there, and it's a tough place to play, and they'll just pick up points, and they'll, they're going to win. They're going to get top four by a couple points, but it's more of a reflection on I just don't think those other two teams are good enough to get fourth. It's a gamble on my end, but that's what—that's my logic. No, I don't. I think you—you're going to think that's a gamble. Wait until I got with this for you. So, go I'm going to give you my top six. In sixth, I have Newcastle. I like it. In fifth, I have West Ham. I think that push at the end of the year is going to be really, really something. At full prime, see it. in 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 prime, in its prime, Paquete with Declan 
in the midfield. Fucking scary. Jared Bowen at the winger position. You have Antonio poaching and lurking. I re- that Italian hasn't earned the right to have me say his name yet, so I'm not going to, okay, but he's going to have to show me a little bit more. I still very much rate um, my Algerian friend. Uh, his name slips uh, me now. Um, uh, Zaid. Um, Benduia is no longer there, but I did rate him. I think the team's moving up, so I have them in fifth. My fourth spot is the one that's going to be super controversial. I do have Tottenham for the same reasons that you say right now they're getting results. I just have a feeling, and and it's nothing to do with Antonio Conte. I just think Harry Kane and Jungman Son are that fucking good. I think it's going to be hard to stop them hitting bangers, and they're going to get a couple dubs uh, probably right after that World Cup. I think that's where their other run is going to be. I mean, I'm not going to argue. I think they'll pick up points because, yeah, they have two fucking, they have two world class forwards, and you could no. you can argue Kulusevski is probably close to there as well. I think you know no. he had a purple patch last year. He needs to be a little. He needs to show me a little bit more of consistency. Sure. He started off decent, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. And then yeah. what? What else? Arsenal third. They've made the right moves. I think that they're going to be in it. It's at the very end. I actually think they may end up sliding in at second based on however the, the second place person is is focused. And I think that second place person is going to be City uh, because City is going to be focused You're on the Champions League. Yeah, I, I don't have this. I, I don't have us breaking history as well as we've looked right now. Um, I think there's going to be some injuries. It's the smallest senior squad that Pep has ever had. So we're playing some academy players. We're playing some younger players. I don't think that they're going to be able to follow the majesty of the Kevin De Bruyne's, of the Bernardo's, of the Hollands. So, yeah, I'm going with us losing the marathon of the Prem, but I do have us lifting that Champions League trophy this year. We'll talk about that another day. So I I think that's, that's, that's more of your prediction, right? You're saying we may give away a couple games to be strong for Champions League. And we have a unfortunate usual. Okay, I, I I can I I just I don't see it, but I I can see your logic. As a city fan, you're saying at this point I don't even care about another Premier League. We we got those in the bag. I want Champions yeah, League, right? Yeah, honestly, I'm tired of fucking. This badge is nice and everything, but it's a little overrated. Like, was that the Premier League badge? I can't really see it. Yeah, there. champion for the 2019 year. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, okay, that's our top six, bottom three. I'm going to kick it off. 20th place, I think we're going to agree on this, Burnmouth. (laughs) Like I said last week, relegate them now. Uh, 19th place, Nottingham. Like I said, they brought in 18 players. They should have brought in 50. Uh, (laughs) Wasn't good enough. But now, Nottingham, 18th. I'm going with a surprise here, maybe to some, but I've already alluded to it. Leicester City. Yeah. Bye-bye. You're going down. Yeah. yeah just, I, I don't. They look like a team that wants to go to the championship from what I've seen so far. I mean, seriously, they look terrible. Terrible. No life at all. They lost to a 10-man Chelsea's team. We saw how bad they look. United yeah. barely tried. Yes. Barely looked decent yesterday and still got the result. You know, 
at, 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 at freaking the King Power. So I, I just not where, how are they going to improve? The owners are saying, Hey, we can't invest anything. They didn't do anything at the deadline. I mean, I feel like a lot of these guys are going to be checked out. Tielemans, we know, wanted to leave. Madison, yeah. we know, probably wants to leave. So I think this is going to be a team that just doesn't get it done week in and week out. And we're going to be sitting there in April saying, holy fuck, is, is Leicester about to be relegated? Yeah, I think they are. So it's important to know who's currently sitting at the bottom three. Go in ahead. 18th place, we have Wolves. In 19th place, we have Aston Villa. And in 20th place, we have Leicester. So Damn. that's current after match week five. Um, yeah, I think Villa I'm, will I, be able to do enough. And I think Wolves will start picking up results because they don't concede a lot of goals. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I, I'm inclined to agree with you. I think Bournemouth is definitely last place. Uh, I have them 20th as well. I'm not going to put Leicester in there because I'm going to go with a little bit of a surprise. Manchester City. I'm going <laughs> to... Oh, oh, no. <laughs> what the fuck? I would quit. I would quit in life if we got relegated this year. At at last place, Bournemouth at 19th place, I'm going to say... Uh, I I will I will sip the the Lester Kool Aid. In nineteenth, actually, yeah, nineteenth. But I actually have Aston Villa getting regulated too. Good, because they were assholes and they should have sold this uh, Douglas Louise yesterday. So good. I hope they yeah. get relegated. Yeah, that that's well, my yeah. three. I think Villa mm. definitely deserve it. Well, I mean, I I feel like they're going to make the managerial change. If they don't, yeah. they, I agree. They will get relegated if they keep Stevie G in there. He's awful. His tactics were awful at the Emirates the other day. Um, but I, I think they're going to make a change. They have too much money. They have too much riding on this. I feel like they kept Douglas Louise because they want to keep him for the new manager that's coming in. Yeah. Uh, eventually, I mean, you guys play play them this weekend. You guys are going to destroy them again. It's going to be another easy one. I'd love to – I mean, I wouldn't love it, but I have a feeling Allen may – have another opportunity to get another hat trick. You know, I feel like he'll get two goals this weekend. Maybe not get the third, but we'll be talking about it. Um, yeah. yeah. So going on that, Golden Boot, Holland. Like I said, the only thing that's going <laughs> to derail that is a, is an injury, and I'm sure you have the same thing. How many you got him getting? Uh, I mean, you said the record's 32. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm going to say he breaks it. Like I said, if he – if he doesn't get the injury, I'm going to say he gets 34. I got Erling Holland getting 35 goals this year in the Premier. 35. Yeah. I think he's got a couple games where he's going to have I, – I predict no more than two to three Hatties. I don't think he's going to have that many, but I think he's going to have plenty of games where he's got a brace. <sighs> That's crazy. That's crazy. It's actually 34. You said 32. It's 34. Oh, is the record 34? Yep. Andrew Cole. Most PL goals in a season. Andrew Cole, 34. Really? Why was I seeing Sky Sports represent, uh, putting Alan Shearer's number uh, out there? Oh, uh, wait. Let's see. Andrew Cole, 42 matches. So there was more matches that season. So maybe that's why it's not the true goal record. Yeah. Let's see. Most goals in a Premier League season. This one's saying it's 32 as well. And it's Salah with 32. But I don't know. 
<clears throat> we'll look that up. Either way, if if you say thirty five, then he's going to break it. Either way, whatever the yeah, goal that's is. what I'm saying. So yeah, I mean, and then we'll go for player of the season right next. Who you got for player of the season? I think he's going to possibly set. I need to look at what the assist record is, but I actually think that Kevin De Bruyne is going to get player of the season. If Erlen Hong gets the golden boot and breaks the record, he's going to be player of the season as well. You think? I don't think they're going to give him the three-peat. Of course. Yeah, they will. They will. That's my player of the season as well, Highland. He's killing it. He's killing it. Not really much more to say, but. (laughs) It'd be wild if he swept those three major awards. Yeah. And then uh, Mud of the Season, who you got? So, this is the club that is just played like absolute shit. I know. Right? I predicted in my head. This is the club that is just disappointed completely from what they thought they were going to do from the beginning of the year to what happens. I don't even have this team in the top six. And these motherfuckers were spending so much money, they swore they were going to get it cracking. Chelsea's 100% the club I have that is just in the fucking mud all year. Todd Bowley got to the club. You have the entire club, or are you picking one person? Or just everybody? Oh, this is the whole, this is just one player? It'd be whatever you want. It's 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 a it's it's up to the fucking the person. It's up to you, Orlando. It could be the whole club. It could be one person. It could be, uh, you know, it could be uh an entity. And you're mad at a water cooler. <laughs> no, yeah, let's <laughs> let's 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 give it to the club of Chelsea. It'll be more difficult to give it to one player because they're all gonna fucking suck. But Chelsea overall is gonna be that club that you're just like, what the fuck happened over there? Tuchel's gone by Christmas. They're going to bring in some interim. It's going to be shit. Bowley's going to be wondering what his cut, what his tax write-off is going to be in the first year and if he can get any sort of investment back. It's going to be shit. Yeah. Um, mud of the season for me. We might see him Sunday making his debut. Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Man United, the hundred million dollar cash cow. He is going to be the mutt of the season. He's going to come to the Premier League and he's going to try his little tricks that work in the fucking Dutch league, and it ain't going to work. He's going to be a hundred million dollar flop. Very he doesn't start on Sunday, does he? I don't think he starts. I think we'll see him though. Yeah, I, yeah. I think Casemiro will finally get his first start, and I think okay. uh, Anthony will probably do a little cameo off the bench. And great, I'd love to see it. I would love sure. to shut him down and, and already get the get, already get the pundits talking. Hey, what's up with this Anthony guy? He doesn't look that good. He did twenty minutes of nothing. But yeah, I, I don't I don't see it with this guy at all. A hundred million dollars is a ridiculous fee from what I've seen for Anthony. Young talent for sure, but yeah. I, I mean, if you're in the Dutch league, Steve Bergwijn went from Tottenham. Steve Bergwijn scored eight goals in about eighty matches in the Premier League. He's in the Dutch league now. He's about to win the golden fucking boot over there. I mean, it's, crazy. it's night and day. It's night and day. Yeah. And and his numbers are just not that impressive. Eight goals, yeah. eight assists in the Dutch league. 
Come on. Come on. Yeah. He ain't that good. He ain't that good. He will be the mutt of the season. Yeah. Yeah. I, I it would be crazy to think that a team with the mud of the season is still going to get top four, Brian. Like you got Ten Hag doing no, some mastermind shit over there, bro. Like I said, like, it's more of a reflection on the other clubs. It's a reach, sure. but I'd rather I'd rather you know give something daring. It, it it would pain me to put Tottenham in there, and they they have if they look good, if they look good, I'd have no problem putting in there. They genuinely yeah. have not even had a fifteen minute stretch where they look good. Horrible wins. No South one can dispute that. But but I mean it was it was the opening game. You can't really judge. Yeah. Opening game is like you just want to get the three points and move. You don't really want to yeah. take have too many takeaways from the opening game. Teams sometimes look like, you know, prime Barcelona in the opening game. Sometimes yeah. they look like fucking Burnmouth right now in the <laughs> opening game. It really yeah, right. nothing that opening game. It's it's the crowd usually carries you. So I, I genuinely haven't not been impressed by Tottenham at all. And I don't think their moves are good. And I predicted on the first week there's going to be an injury from 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 one of their big players. They've had good injury luck with Kane and Son. One of those guys is due for an injury. And if that happens, they're in big trouble, more particularly with Harry Kane. Because I said it, he's the creative person for that. Without him, they will not score a damn thing unless they get a, a counterattack on, on Leicester or something like that, like happened this week So with Man U. But yeah, that's yeah. It's more of a reflection on those other clubs. And Chelsea just looks lost. Like I said, my hot take of the week. Have you given yours? You still got to work on that. Um, Let me look. Well, yeah, Actually, I, I mean, put it top, down. Chelsea just looks like they quit on Tuchel. So, yeah. Yeah, your hot take is Tuchel lost the locker room. Uh, my hot take for the week is um, Pep Guardiola gives the final handshake of Steven Gerrard's official coaching time as I villa think, i think that's good because you guys are going to batter them saturday and if aston yeah. villa is serious which i can't see them not being serious they do have a lot of money um <clears throat> they will they will they will sack his ass yeah oh so, yeah and so that's that's our predictions hold us to it and anything else you want to say about that um did any of the transfer yeah. business sway did you have a different list Wednesday, then you did Thursday after the transfer deadline? No, because um, nothing really fucking made big enough moves. I, I would I have thought about Arsenal if they got Neto, if they would have put, put in a move, if they would have gotten Neves, if they would have done something crazy. Um, fucking something would have been nice. I felt like I was very... It was underwhelming. Um, so, no, I... I I've been impressed enough with Arsenal to put them in that top four. The the way they've come out from the gates, there's fight in this team. They're going to be around all year. So Chelsea completely fucked their their window as active the as they've been. Six. I think you got two hot takes of the week because that's a fucking hot take as well. Out you really think? Six. Yeah. That, what what does Todd Bowley do if they f- finish outside of the top six? Inve- you invest three hundred mil. And you're in the fucking conference league. Imagine that. What what happened? Tell me. Walk me through it. Uh, I would venture to say that you get a better understanding as to what sponsor is gonna have to be now the person because I don't think three is gonna accept this. Um, you're then now looking at. First off, you got to figure out sporting director and manager, right? Those really two combinations. 
Did they really? Did they, who, who is it now? Josh Donaldson just made an error, by the way. Fucking hell. Why would you even say that person's name on this fucking podcast? I got the game in the corner of my iPad. Oh He's my a freaking pack of doodle do. Oh, my God. You just fucked the rest of my Friday night. But yeah, sorry, sorry. Sorry to interrupt. I, 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 look, th- th- this is what it comes down to. They're fucked. He got swindled, okay? Before the season started, when he made the acquisition for this club, he went to Barcelona and he brought his notepad and his bag with his representatives and they sat down with Barcelona and they tried to learn about how to run a soccer club because he was new to it all. Little did he know that since he jumped on their Wi-Fi, they grabbed their entire fucking scouting report and looked at all the players they were looking at and Barcelona swindled their ass. Conspiracy theory? Maybe. But all I'm going to tell you is they look like shit. It doesn't look adequate. So you had a question, and here's the answer to it. They are not going to be top six. They're going to have to sell some of their prime quality valued players that they know they can get marquee pricing for. I'm looking at you, N'Golo Conte. I'm looking at you, Reese James. We've signed Koulibaly. I'm telling you right now, Reese James would be the absolute perfect signing for Manchester City and to send Kyle Walker uh, to the La Liga or to the German League so he can go play center back for Herder Berlin or someone. You know, best wishes and thank you for your services, but it's time. Here's my problem with your outside of the top six prediction. Bowley is going to lose his mind come November if they're outside of the top six then. And Tuchel's still fucking doing the uh, circle formation and all that <laughs> bullshit. You know, so he's going to lose his mind and he's going to drop 100 mil in January. And he's going to say, fuck financial play, fair play. But that that's what's going to happen. There's no way he's going to let that happen. Bowley's a madman. And, you know, let, let's be real. Chelsea is just, their luck continues. They got Abramovich, and now they have the fucking fat madman, Todd Bowley, who's just going to spend money and spend money. But the difference is Abramovich actually had a football eye. Todd Bowley, 80 mil for Fafana. Fafana's good, don't get me wrong. 60 mil for Cucurella. Swindled. Listen, Cucurella's a decent player, but... Hmm, he got hoodwinked. Like right in Graham Potter system kind of made these players look a little better than they really are. Because I'm seeing yeah. Cucurella at Chelsea. I'm not seeing that same Brighton Cucurella. I'm seeing, no. eh, he's a decent left back. I'll give you 30 mil for him because that's what I paid for Zinchenko. And Zinchenko's yeah. clear, clear. Uh, Basuma Miles. Was, was terrible, terrible in that game against West Ham. Came on for a little bit, but mm, I, I've been hearing how great Basuma is and I rate the guy, but, you know, Maybe he's not a starter, starter quality. Maybe Grand Potter's system makes players look better than they are. You know, we see that a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. So, yeah, that's my take there. Um, for me, I probably would have put Arsenal sixth if they got a mid and Neto. Uh, I was going to drop them. I was, I was going to – no, sorry, not sixth. I said sixth. Second. Yeah, I was, was going to say sixth. Second if they got a midfielder and Neto. Um, I was going to drop them for their lack of transfer window, but um, I kept them at third, and it's it's more of my man you thing. I just I'm, I'm not rating the other teams right now. 
and I'm just going to say Arsenal's going to get third, and they're going to be better than Tottenham, Chelsea, and they're going to be better than Man U. And I think that's who's going to be competing for top six. Speaking of being better than Man U, we got a highlight of a game coming up. Yeah, we do, and we'll finish it up with that. So let's let's get into these games this weekend, which start tomorrow, which is awesome. Just Premier League, Premier League, Premier League in your face, and then we got Europa next week. So we'll do some uh, Europa Champions League next week as well. But um, yeah, let's get this bitch started with the weekday uh, with the weekend matches, and we start off with a, with a good one: uh, Merseyside Derby, Everton Liverpool. Um, as shit as Liverpool is, as much as I thought. Fat Frank would be canned by now, sacked. Um, <laughs> he's coaching, and I don't believe in Everton, but a derby is a derby. Form goes out the window. These two teams don't like each other. They play right across the street from each other, basically, in England. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good match. And and let's be honest, Liverpool's not been on it. They still aren't on it completely. Losing to Man U. Should have got a draw this weekend against Newcastle. The uh, the stoppage time guy gave him a little extra minute to get them that 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 win, and yeah, uh-huh. I think it's going to be a good game. Merseyside Derby at Goodison Park. What you say? Three one Liverpool. Reality, it's here. Anthony Gordon maybe get a bang get gets a banger um, just because it's trending that way. He's scoring uh, again. Yeah, why not? The kid's fucking got it going. He's, He's going. fearless. Hey, he's pro- hot take of the week. Anthony Gordon for Golden Boot. <laughs> hot take. <laughs> You're crazy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> kid, there's no way, man. That kid would be beside himself if he even got top five. Could you imagine if Everton had a top five gold, uh, striker in the Prem? When's Calvert-Lewin coming back? Not never. The guy's always hurt. That's another dude that's always hurt. Yeah. He was linked with Arsenal for a while, and I do kind of like him because he's good in the air. But um, I saw that. Not definitely not a starter, and his injury record's terrible. But yeah, so three one Liverpool. Yeah, I'm going three one Liverpool. I don't give a fuck where it is. It's Liverpool slapping them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you think it's going to be a good game, or it's going to be Liverpool's just dominating? Dominant. I I don't think this uh, Liverpool are are. On the incline right now, things are. I I do not want to be in front of Liverpool right now at all. I want to avoid them like the plague. I think they got it going. You're not going to see Arthur Mello a lot. What are you um, talking about? They just they look. They barely beat Newcastle. They needed they needed the stopwatch to break. Yeah, I know. I know. This is this is what this is what Klopp does. Let me tell you quickly what I think Klopp his next was few matches. Pound in his chest. Pound in his chest. He was, wasn't he? Pound he was in amped. his chest at the end of the game. So you think that that propels them on? Now they're going on a run. It's official. This Even is though you said it two these, weeks ago. They're going on a run, and it didn't these, happen. They're scoundrels. They're scoundrels. Oh. He's got Everton. Then he's got Napoli on Wednesday. Then he's got Wolves. Then he's got Ajax. Then he's got Chelsea. Then he's got Brighton on October 1st. Tough I'm telling you right now. Yeah, Brighton, scary. Um, the Chelsea one's going to be a joke. The Wolves is going to be the joke. And I haven't, I'd haven't. i have to look a little bit more uh, deeper into <laughs> Napoli. But, yeah, I think all those are dubs. You got to get deep into Napoli? I got to look deeper into Napoli in that Italian league. Where's the uh, Chelsea little... game at? Stamford or... Uh... <laughs> That's a good question. Let's Anfield. take a look. 
But yeah, so uh, I'll give you my prediction while you're looking that up. I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a hard fought match. Uh, I really do. I think Everton's gonna come out. This is gonna be this is gonna be their biggest game of the year. Let's be honest. They ain't competing for shit. Uh, I don't think they'll Stanford be in the Bridge. relegations. Stanford Bridge. All right. So yeah, I think this is their biggest game of the year. Merseyside Derby. This is their biggest game of the year. They're going to be up for it, and it's gonna be a good game. But ultimately, Liverpool's gonna pull out a two one. Anthony Gordon. We'll bang another goal. Actually, you know what? Damari Gray. I like Damari hey, Gray. Yo. He's going to get a goal. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm expecting Salah to actually score this game. I mean, is that so much to ask? Hey, that's actually a nice little yes. prediction right there. That's he not – if goal. I'm a gambling man, I'm going to say he's got – he's bound to get fucking right. He's, he's bound get to get goals. right. Exactly. He's bound to get it right. He's going to get it right in a derby game. He's going to get up. His little blonde tips are going to be dancing all over the the, the freaking field mm-hmm. when he's mm-hmm. banging in goals. 2-1 Liverpool. I like it. I like it. All right. 2-1 Liverpool, and you said 3-1 Liverpool. So, yep. you know, hopefully it's a good game, though. I think it will be. I think there will be a lot of intensity. And I was looking it up mm-hmm. earlier. This is, the, this is the one derby game. 23 red cards. Holy shit. So they're scrapping. red cards between them. So it's a scrap. It's a fight. It's a boxing match. Fuck yeah. You know, it's a boxing Fuck match. Yeah. So let's do this. Let's let's mark this down on the score sheet. Will there be a red card? Yes or no? Oh, I'll actually let's go over or under on the accumulations of red cards and yellow cards put together. Because you know red the only way we get to a like, red is if we like, got some yellows. So like, I'm gonna go, what would you list this out? I'm, and this is for an extra point on your point. Yeah, count. I like it. I like it. So we're All going right, so yellow over or under red and yellow cards for both teams. Total. Uh, 10? That's Seven? Eight? High. Ten's high. You gotta go with a half. Seven? You gotta go with a half somewhere in there. I mean, 10. Five and five. There's no fucking way we're getting five and five. Seven. Um, I think seven's fair. Seven, six. Go six. Six and a half. Six is perfect. Six and a half? Okay. I'm down with that. Yeah. Six and a half uh, cards. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going over. I think it's Are you? Because be I was going to actually go the under. Okay, that's perfect. And that's for, <laughs> yeah, that's for a point. Under. That's for a point. That's cool. for a point. Got it that, down. And that'll add to our season-long point tally, which we're keeping track. And eventually we'll have to come out with uh, what the winner gets, what the loser has to do. But, yeah, I like that. I like that. We'll do some little prop bets every week. So that's a, that's a good prop bet. And we'll start, we'll start incorporating that because I think that's a good thing we can do. That's different. I like it. Just like, hey, let's go down the list and pick the team that's going to win. <laughs> Brentford, leads. Brentford leads. It's at Brentford. Um, this is a tough one to pick, to be honest. I think I'm leaning Brentford, though. Uh, Leeds losing Rodrigo. That's a big loss. They're coming yeah. off a disappointing result. I think I think you would expect the Leeds to get a result last week against Everton. Well, they got a point, but that's probably not what they wanted. They're coming off that. They're going to come out firing. I don't think so. I think it's going to be another loss of points. I'm going Brentford two, Leeds zero. Damn. Yeah, Tony's going to bag. Okay. Tony's going to bag. Going... This is a this is a good game for us to go opposite on. Um, because I'm going Leeds. I'm going the American Connection. I got Tyler Adams providing an assist. Um. Yeah, I got I got Leeds winning two to one. Two one Leeds. All right, another another good game here. Chelsea West Ham. 
Yes, sir. That's the bridge. Hey, I'm, I'm going to tell you something right now. If you're picking West Ham for top five, this has to be a West Ham result for you. Has to I agree. Because they need to start picking up points. They're down in the dumps. Mm-hmm. So I'm, go ahead. Tell me. I'm not going to pick this for is you. At, this is actually going to be a draw. I'm taking it's It's a steady climb. They're not going to be able to get these points all the way back. It's a steady climb. This is actually going to be a draw, and they're going to pull this shit out the ass. It's going to be a 2-2 draw for uh, yeah, for the game. Who's pulling it out their ass, Chelsea or West Ham? Um, I got actually West Ham pulling it out of their ass. I think Stanford Bridge, Stanford Bridge they're going to go. Chelsea's going to go up a little bit. We're going to see some resilience in Paquete. We're going to see uh, probably uh, goals after the 60th minute. West Ham are going to have two of them come back and climb in two two draw. Chelsea in the I'm say this. That's how that's how spirits like that get cracked. That's how jobs get fired when you're up two zero and you're like, okay, we're at home, we're Let good, this is it, and then we just suck the soul out of you in the worst way possible, and now you got to draw. Wow, that was that was demonic. Mm-hmm. It's happening. <laughs> All right, I'm a little worried about your top. Six prediction for West Ham. You had them finishing fifth, and they're going to get a draw here. They need to pick up points. Look at their points. They're sitting yeah, they're right now. <laughs> they have four points, and you have them getting five at the end of this week, six games in. So you, from what you're saying, they're going to get a result at, uh, against Man City in that second game, right? The good thing Fuck about no. West Ham is they've already, paid, they've already played Tottenham. They've already played Man City, and they're about to play – so they've got some tough fixtures out of the way. So so I think your theory could work out. I, I'm going – I don't want to pick a draw like you, but I was. that's the way I was leaning. Um, it really is the way I was leaning. But I just can, for me, it's a 1-1 draw. I think it's going to okay. be another tough one. I think Chelsea's going to struggle again. Like I said, I think they lost their locker room. That's my hot take of the week. Yeah. Um, you know. None of these new signings. Pierre is going to have a broken jaw. I don't know what he does for them anyway. And yeah, West Ham, I think they're still slowly getting their shit together. So they'll get a 1-1 draw, and I think they'll be happy with it. 1-1 draw at the bridge, and then you move on, and hopefully, you know, their their easier fixtures should start rolling in, and they'll start getting three points, three points, three points. So it's a 1-1 draw for me. It's going to be a good game, but it's going to be an ugly game at times as well. Yeah. These other two games that are in this time slot are really one of them's really fucking good and the other one's absolute garbage. Well, let's get the garbage out of the way. Nottingham Forest Board in Bournemouth. I know that's what you're talking about. Uh one one and who gives a fuck? Honestly, it's embarrassing. I'm not watching one, that one. game, nor am I watching the highlights. <laughs> I'm just checking the stats. It's gonna be shit. Yeah. I'm saying uh it's it's at Nottingham Forest. They'll get they'll get three points here. This will be one of the games okay. they get three points off of. It's gonna be a one nothing for Forest and it's gonna be a snooze fest. And the prop bet for this one is how many times we fall asleep during this. <laughs> <laughs> the over under is two. Um I'm going over. I think I'll fall asleep three times watching this. It's fucking gonna be it's gonna be so bad. It's gonna be so bad. God, um, yeah, they are both terrible. teams. They're just and, uh, horrible. Let's just pivot because there's two other games that are pretty good on this. Newcastle, Crystal Palace. I think it's a good game. Yes. At St. James. So for me, that's going to play a factor. I, I think I said a week ago, for me, going to St. James 
is going to be one of the toughest games in the Premier League this year. Mm-hmm. Newcastle's looking good, and St. James is rocking. They're behind yeah. their team. They got the oil underneath. the. Yeah. the they got it. It's pumping. It's pumping through the blood of the, the fans of St. James Park. They are rocking. Isak look good. Isak's going to bang another one. I think this is a 3-2 win Newcastle. I think one thing Newcastle has to improve, they're a little shaky out the back. A little, little shaky out the back. I think Pope yeah. is a hell of a goalie. But defensively, eh, they could they could be got, and Zaha will get you if you if you can be got out the back. So I think it's going to be a, a really fun game, three two Newcastle. It's going to be one of those games we're going. I think that was probably the game of the week. Probably was the game. Ooh, of the week. We have there's so many other if games. We didn't have Arsenal, Man U. Yeah, or my other sneaky uh, pick in that is Tottenham, Fulham. We'll get to that game later. Um, yeah, I'm actually going to go. Crystal Palace is going to shit the bed. St. James Park, I think you've talked it up. I was kind of reluctant and hesitant. Then they got a little bit of a of a, of a game in City. So I'm actually going to go 2 nothing Newcastle. Oof. I, th- I think Newcastle's bringing it. I really do. Yeah, you do, because you put them in top six. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to get this bad boy going this, wouldn't this, surprise this year. Wouldn't surprise me. It's 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 more of my respect for Crystal Palace. But, yeah, 2-0 would be a good result, and I think, you know, it's definitely possible, definitely possible. Spurs, Fulham, another another good game at 10. Lots of good games at this 10, 10 a.m. Sp- uh, spot, American time. 10 a.m. spot, American time is what, 3? Three? 3 UK time? 3, yeah. Uh, is it start? Are, are these a 10 a.m. starts? They are. Yeah, 10 a.m. Okay. So uh, Spurs, Fulham. And this is at Tottenham. Oh, it's at Tottenham? Yep. Don't change shit. I got Fulham winning 3-2. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> this, is my, this is my upset game of the week. I feel like Fulham is building on something right now. Mitrovic um, hat trick? No, no. They had a couple other signings that really I think uh Brilliant the Brazilian Messi Willian is gonna score a goal. Uh I looked at his stats. He played at Corinthians in Brazil last year. He scored like yeah. one penalty kick goal in 30 games. So it's actually kind of surprising that Fulham signed him because he's washed. And what is he gonna do? That Fulham team looks pretty good. I couldn't imagine him playing in that Fulham team. So that's a bizarre signing for me. Um, yeah. Man, I, I really, really want to pick Fulham. I really want to pick Fulham in this. Like I said, the ugly play, the terrorist football by Conte is going to catch up with them from what I've seen. Uh, yeah. I want to pick Fulham, and I'm going to. Nice. one nothing, Fulham. one nothing. Wow. That's kind of – that's so you, get, you think this is going to be a boring-ass game. Yes, aren't all Spurs games boring? <laughs> I'm not really going out on a limb. Uh, I think it's going to be a little bit more exciting than that. I think, uh, yeah, I think both teams are going to get after got it. got five goals, I got one. So yeah. we're, we're looking at this different. But, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I'm going for. Sure. I think it's going to be a one nothing for Fulham. I think it's going to be another attacking snooze fest from Antonio Conte. I think we're going to come out of this game saying, man, is Sun washed up? That might be my hot take for next week. Is Son and Harry Kane, are they are they maybe on the downslope of their career? They're they're in their thirties now, right? They're at thirty. 
maybe that might be the hot ticket next week. I don't know. It could be biased for me as an Arsenal fan. I probably won't be saying that, but I think it's going to be Mitrovic again. And we're going to say, is Mitrovic going to compete with Holland for the Golden Boot? Nah, probably not, but we'll say it. <laughs> we know Mitrovic is going to start every game. If, if like I told you, on the back end, if, if Holland's got a chance for it, I think his ass is going to be starting. But I also think, like I've told you, Champions League, I think, is going to get the priority. So, yeah, yeah. A, lot, a, lot of, a lot of variables. Southampton versus Wolves at the Molyneux. <sighs> Fucking hell. Southampton, and it's going to be a shit game, and it's going to be one nothing Southampton because the Wolves can't finish for shit, and Southampton's going to get Will to a goal somehow. I don't fucking know, but they always get it done. It's going to be an and this. <laughs> this is my snooze fest for the week. Over Nottingham, Bournemouth, where you totally dismissed it. Actually, you're right. Well, I have more goals in Nottingham, Bournemouth. It's going to be a one-one draw. Draw for that. I I feel the same way, except I have total opposite. It's going to be one yeah, Wolves. Wolves. Wolves is going to get their first win of the season. They have to get a win somehow. And somewhere, yeah. and this, I think this will be it for them. First one of the season, one nothing Wolves, and it will be a boring game, but not as boring as uh, Nottingham Forest, Bournemouth. Wow. Next up, Man City, Aston Villa. I think this could be in contention for one of the most boring games of the week. And here's our next prop bet: over under one and a half goals for Erling Haaland. Write this one down. Don't write down the sleeping one at Nottingham Forest, Bournemouth. I was kidding. <laughs> I did I didn't write that one down. All right, so Erling Holland. Over one and a half. Over under. Uh, I'm going over because he gets two. I'll take the under. I'll take the under. He'll get one. I will take the under on that. And this is gonna be for a point as well. I think it's gonna be a easy, easy win. I think they're gonna have their sights set on Champions League. So it's gonna be a boring game where Man City is just keeping possession most of the game. It's going to be like 80-85% possession for Man City. Aston Villa, they're going to they're going to wheel Stevie G out of the stadium, out of Villa Park. <laughs> they're going to wheel him out not because his his legs hurt or anything, but because they're going to put him in a casket and then wheel him out because his tactics are embarrassing. Uh, their play is embarrassing, and this is going to be it. a training match for City. There's several games a year where City have training matches and Premier League fixtures. This will be one. It's going to be a 2 nothing win for City. They're going to take it easy. Champions League Thursday. Haaland's going to score one goal, and the other goal is going to come from none other than Ederson. He's going to kick in and not <laughs> <laughs> The second goal, I'm going to go with uh, Kevin De Bruyne. You got the King scoring. So 2 nothing City. I'm going 3-1 City. We're not going to keep the clean sheet. Holland's going to get two. And then the third is actually probably going to be coming from a midfielder. Um, gun to gun. Yeah. You give I got a, Kevin. You give up a goal to Villa. Pep gets sacked. With Steve. Fuck, no. <laughs> Pep wouldn't get sacked if we lose this game 4-0. Three times over. I wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> I'd be pissed as fuck. Uh, yeah, I actually think Villa's going to score first. Yeah. Would you not be... If I was a fucking... You know, I was pissed that Douglas Luiz scored. If I was a City fan, I'd be so mad if we gave up a goal to Villa. Yeah. You're gonna what if I told you they, they were up two on us? <laughs> <laughs> 
Man. Yeah. Man. All right. Um, 2-0 I had. You had 3-1. Yep. Oof. All right. Brighton Lester at Brighton. Fucking joke of a game. Uh, it's not going to be the thud of a game because Brighton are actually going to make it more fun and appealing to watch. I like watching Troussard. I like watching him attack. Um, I'm going 2 nothing Brighton. Yeah, this is going to be an easy, easy win. Classic tale yep. of a, a great coach going against a yeah. coach who's got one foot out the door, Brendan Rodgers. Is, uh, he doesn't want to be there as much as Leicester fans don't want him there at this point. Yeah. Grand Potter is going to come in, and this is going to be a walk, apart, walk in the park for him tactically. I actually had the same exact score line as you. I don't want to do this, but this is what I had, and I can't see it any other way, truly. 2-0, Brian. For sure. It makes sense. Game of the fucking week. And the big one. And the big one. Where's your slide whistle? The game of the week, baby. Manchester United at Old Trafford going against Arsenal. <laughs> Boom. I want you to go first. Uh, All right. So. Break it down. Let's Ars- spend a little time on this. This is a, this is a fun matchup. When, when yeah. Man City have, you know, matchups as well, like big ones like this, we'll spend more time on them as well. We're City. Well, we're- it's, it's two traditional big six teams, and I think out of respect to both of them, they deserve to get the, the adequate amount of time. Um, I think going into this game, Arsenal, Mikel, if you got any bit of that all-or-nothing documentary, Mikel likes to try to motivate in different ways. With no camera in sight and no one paying attention, I think he is straight up about to tell this team they are shitting on us because of the window. I have that much faith in everyone in this locker room that we're about to giddy up for the rest of the year. And that in itself is about to have these players on steroids. Old Trafford is not what it ever used to be. It's long gone. Those ghosts are gone. Um, And it will be more entertaining from a United perspective if I see one name in the starting lineup. Cristiano Ronaldo. Until I see that, I don't even give a fuck if Casemiro, if Harry Maguire, the rest of that shit don't matter. I see Arsenal coming out very attacking. I see I'm not they're not playing that young CDM. I'm seeing Odegaard and Smith Rowe. He's fucking going for it. Arteta sending a message this game. The, the Europa League, this, this Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever fixture you got in midweek. Okay. It don't fucking matter. They he's bringing it for Sunday. I'm so amped for this game. Um, yeah, I got Arsenal. Arsenal slapping them three to one. We go to Old Trafford and win three one. For me, we can come in next weekend and talk about second place, and maybe like I'm not going to say we challenge for the title and we're contenders, but maybe us being in contention. Because I think that's a statement. You go to Old Trafford, you slap them 3-1. They're going to be up for Arsenal. This is a rivalry game. You mm-hmm. know, two teams that aren't where they were in the early 2000s and 90s. Mm-hmm. It's still a rivalry. Still a rivalry. Man, oh, yeah. going to get up for this game. Ronaldo always gets up for this game. It'll be interesting to see if he starts. I, I don't see it. I think Ten Hag, they've gotten three three results in a row. 
three wins in a row. I yep. think I think he's going to stick with the Rashford striker. And for me, please, please, Saliba <laughs> will bag that dude in his sleep. Yeah. He will end up on the floor three times, over under yeah. three times for Rashford sitting on his ass because he oh, can't. The, the over is easy. Yeah, defensively, defensively, Arsenal are so much more sound. So much more sound. I trust Saliba and Gabriel a whole lot more than I trust um, whatever Lissandro and and who else? Have they- yeah, and and for, for me, like Gabriel always has a mistake in him, and this is a high intensity game where he does make a mistake. So I'm a little worried about that. Uh, I got to be honest, but I think we'll sure it up because that that Manchester United attack does not worry me at all. Does no. not worry me at all. The only thing that worries me is, will we get the goals? Will we get enough goals to get the win? I think all we need is two, if I'm being honest. If we get two goals, we're winning 2-1 or 2-0. <clears throat> Period. If we can bag the goals and Saka is due for a goal, he's missed three tap-ins. Three tap-ins in the last couple games. One is going to fall in for him. Maybe it's a banger. But I got yeah. Jesus scoring. Jesus this is the kind of game you say, you sign Gabriel Jesus for. He's not going to be scared of Old Trafford. This is going to be a walk in the park for him. He's going to say, oh, what? You guys are nervous for Old Trafford? We come in here and we pass the ball around 600 times in Old Trafford. And we win 2 nothing without even trying. That's what I'm used to at Man City. I'm not worried exactly. about this at all. This is the type of game we got Gabriel Jesus for. He's going to get a goal. And I got Saka getting a goal. And I got us winning two to one at Old Trafford. Statement wow. game. Statement game. We're coming in here. We're not scared. Manchester United is going to look bad again. There's going to be talks. What's his name? What's his name? I'm trying to think of the, the pundit. Anthony. No. Oh, the, the pundit. pundit. Uh, uh, Gary Neville. Gary Neville's going to have a meltdown once again. He's going to be crying about the Glazers. He's going to be crying about Ten Hag's tactics. He's going to be saying this isn't good enough. I love this club. He's probably yeah. going to cry about Arsenal because he hates Arsenal. Um, he hates losing Arsenal. That's rattled. for damn sure. He's going to be rattled. Uh, 2-1. This is going to be a statement. A lot of people might say, you know, 5-0, five, five and oh, this is where Arsenal drops points. Nah, I think this is where we make a statement. People are going to say, oh, Manchester United's won three in a row. <clears throat> They're going to drop points here. We're making a statement. Trust me. 2-1. We're going to win. It's going to be a tough game. This is not disrespect to Man U. I just think we're better than them right now. I really do. 100%. 100%. And I think anyone who's watching the games would agree that from from a, from a complete five-game sample, Arsenal are, are clearly a better team and a more structured team and a more sound team. I, I, to disagree with that, you're not watching the same games. You're truly not watching the same games. Arsenal are top to bottom a better team. Period. Uh, you, the mistake goal that I have is Bruno on a counter off of whoever your left back is attacking and pushing. I don't have Gabriel making a mistake. Um, it's int- you should be a little aware of what the expectations are for Gabriel Jesus. I, did, I completely agree with you that this is why you sign a top player like this because he's he, he's used to this derby with United. So this is a big game for him. No problem. The record would indicate this man has not scored a goal or assist against Man United. Oh, it's so, going to be broken. It's a perfect it's broken. Time it's broken. Exactly right. We know that his level of activity is going to be huge. 
especially with the pressure. And I think I I would say this. United have a chance, like I told you, if Ronaldo starts, United are fucked if Harry Maguire starts. And I know that's not an option, but I'm just saying, dude, don't even put that man on the depth. Like, don't even make him a sub. Like, yeah. You got to start Casemiro, too, if you're United. No more fuckery. You have to start him, and you have to put McTominay to the bench. Sorry, bro. I'll be shocked if you don't start. And I might be saying... 3-1 3-1 with you if he don't start. But, yeah, I'm sticking with 2-1. Old Trafford's tough. We, our record there is abysmal. But yeah. we're seeing this year we're doing things that we, we, we've we been very consistently poor in certain games for the past 15 years. We've been very consistently poor when we concede a stupid goal. And we've seen yep. that change. So yep. the record at Old Trafford is going to start changing this year, 100%. And I'm very nice. confident going into this game. I think it's going to be a very good game for us. I think, you know, people are going to expect us to drop points, like I said, but I, I have a feeling we're going to impress. And I'm not saying title challenge, but if we go to Old Trafford and win 3 1, then yeah, I can I can at least entertain the talk. Right now I'm like, nah, nah. We can't we can't entertain that. But I can entertain, hey, can we can we get Liverpool at second if we win against Man U? I definitely can. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're singing the Champions League anthem at the Emirates, and you are worried about now, hey, how good can some of these uh, depth quality players that we have, we haven't seen much of them yet, how good can they be at getting us a cup this this year? That would be my goal right now if I'm Arsenal. I feel more confident about top four with how strong of a start that you've had, but I really want to see the the next level of perseverance in a tournament play style. Go get you a cup. Go get you in the final Go go play at Wembley for the Caraboa. Go play at Wembley for the FA. Sh- show up, show the whole country this is this is this is the year that we're making moves. Um, I really believe it, man. I really do. Miguel's Miguel's in for Miguel has infamously taken games like this and has said like he's got a pep mentality when it comes to this shit. That's why I'm saying yeah, you're gonna see gonna an attacking attack. lineup. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have an attacking lineup. So he, so here's my lineup. I I think. Odegaard is not good in that sixth position. He just hasn't been when we played him there. And he he has a knock uh, right now. So I don't know if he's even going to play. He trained today, but he's going to be reassessed tomorrow. Yeah. Either way, I mean, Odegaard not playing does make a difference. I think he's going to play, and that's what's based on my prediction. But if not, we slide Smith Rowe into the 10. And then um, <clears throat> the... Yeah, Smith Rowe into the ten. I can't see us going Smith Rowe and then Odegaard at the eight. I, I don't think that will happen. And Jack at the six. Ugh. I think we stay Sambi at the at the six, and that's going to be a big test. If we lose, it's going to be because he can't handle Old Trafford. I'm hoping he can. I'm hopeful he can. But I think uh, you know. I, I just think our attack is going to give them problems. I keep hearing, oh, you know, I saw a good Goodbridge did a combined 11 with Arsenal and Man U. And he put the entire, he put the entire back five as Man U. Don't fucking piss me off right now, man. Don't, yeah. like, what the fuck? He did it on form. So Zinchenko's hurt, so that's why he, he said no Zinchenko. But I'm sorry. Delo over Tamiyasu is a sin. Varane <laughs> over Saliba is a sin. I know Varane was good in La Liga, and he was a great world-class center back. He's had now two that in Premier League. Two. 
That's the, actually the one that of the entire back line, I would actually say it's even suspect. I would even say, but I don't, I, I only say it's suspect because if you look at the three games that United have been on this run, I think Varane's been a central part to it, more central than what Lissandro has done. No, so, I, in my opinion, I'm looking, Lissandro's been more essential. He's been that dog back there. And yeah, he's, he's won the duels. Yeah. He's, he's made, he's worked better with Varane. Okay, take Varane, but. Listen, you're not putting Zinchenko. I get no. it's on form now. Zinchenko, uh, I, I think that left back they got is good. Malasio, whatever his name is, I think he looks pretty good. Zinchenko damn with one knee is clear. This is a fucking joke, and it shouldn't even be a conversation. I haven't even seen enough of Malasia. Get the fuck out of here. It's I'm bullshit. I'm saying. So, yeah. I mean, for me, I think, I think, I think we'll put it to their defense, De Gea. He makes some worldy saves at it sometimes, and he's been good the past three weeks. We're going to put yeah. the pressure on him. We're going to put the pressure on him. And, yeah, I think I think 2-1, and I'm very, very excited for this. I can't wait for this game. I, I think Smith-Rowe, Odegaard, Martinelli, Saka, and Gabby are, are, are going to be the fronts. We're going all balls deep. Gabriel and Saliba in back. Zinchenko. Um, what's the status with Ben White? So you got to uh, tell – you got yeah, Tommy so at right back? I got Tommy at right back. Ben White didn't train today, which is, you know, it sucks. We lose a little depth, but no. Tommy can slot right in. Tommy's the better right back, if we're being honest. He's a really great right back. Um, and then I think Zinchenko's going to miss too, which sucks, but we'll put Tyranny back at left back. And then, <clears throat> so I got I got Ramsdale. Hopefully he's healthy. Ramsdale, oh. Tommy, Saliba, Gabriel, partnership, center back. Tierney, and then I got Sambi, Xhaka, Odegaard, midfield, and then, you know, the front three picks itself, Martinelli, yeah, <clears throat> Jesus, and Saka. And, yeah, I, I, I'm really excited for this one. I, I think I, I, I just – the difference in the game is going to be Man U's attack. It's just nobody fears it. Nobody fears it. We'll probably see Anthony. That don't worry me either. And, yeah, you know – What's going to make a difference in this game is is you know we have to show up and we can't get we can't get fucking uh, we can't get out of our game and we can't get out of our heads because you know Bruno is going to fucking be a little prick oh. like he always is and he's oh. going to start shit he's going to try his little dirty tactics that usually always work and you know the refs are going to let them get away with it because they always do so yeah. it, yellow to Bruno yellow to Jaka hundred percent that's that's a foregone conclusion. Hard. He needs to keep his head on, because that will yeah. be the difference. They're gonna these little pricks are gonna come out of Old Trafford and they're gonna no. try their little dirty bullshit. And they know, yeah. hey, let's get Jaka on a yellow early. That's bad. And, and shame on Granite if he falls for it, honestly. Because yeah. time and time again, I, I I cannot condone or entertain this shit anymore. There's a reason why Danny Alves had issues with Pep. There's a reason why certain players, Ibrahimovic, had issues with Pep. It, it don't work, and Miguel has got to cut that fuckery out. I know he really likes it, and he likes it from a leader standpoint and from a toughness standpoint, but not in these big games, man. Don't fucking cost your team. That's the last thing I need to see on Sunday. I'm going to be fuming if Granite falls for the bullshit. And I don't rate Xhaka, and I didn't come in this season. I wanted him upgraded, and I still do. But I have to be real. Yeah. He's been excellent this season. 
They've moved yeah. him to more of a box-to-box role. They pushed him up the pitch, and I think that served him well. I think that's a great move by by Arteta. He saw mm-hmm. something, and he said, hey, Xhaka makes a mistake every once in a while. If he makes a mistake in his own half, in our own half, that's going to cost us. Push him further up the pitch, get him in a more box-to-box role. Now if he makes yeah. a mistake, it's in, it's, in, it's in the opposite half, so we yeah. don't have to be on our back foot defending. So many times he's made a mistake and it's cost us. So he needs to keep his head together. If he can keep his head together this season and not get any red cards, that would make me rate him even more. Because I got to be honest, he's been one of our better players this year. He's been really fucking good. And this is the game. Old Trafford, you know they're going to fucking rile him up. They're going to get him going. Bruno's going to try some stupid-ass shit like he always does. He's a little shithouser. And uh, he's got to keep his head on. Because that's 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 the way I see Man U getting a win or a draw out of this is they fucking they go with the shithousery and it affects our yeah. young team and they can't they got to go in here with a different mentality they got to keep that mentality that they've kept in the first five games yeah yeah and hearing you talk through it actually you you make a really good argument for having Saliba and and this what you've said about allowing him being more box to box makes me believe truly that uh, yeah you're probably going to see him not play in that role especially with how big this game is i, I i'm telling you zinny's going to shut the fuck down on, on anthony that that no, is going to be play. nothing ah, he's no, playing didn't sound like he was going to play i would love it so i hope your prediction's right i'm going to be so, that that makes me feel some type of way if Zinni doesn't play, honestly, three one. So you think it's a, that big of a difference? You got it two one now, or you got man? Oh yeah, win? oh yeah. Z- Zinni not on. You're doing a few things by having Zinni on that pitch. One, comfort when you're in the attacking third, and knowing that if the ball gets released, he's gonna play you a bad ball, but he's a, or a badass ball. But he's also gonna be able to recover no issues. He knows what he's doing in that position, and you're also telling. Those attackers that are on that same side, you're going to have to come back and play a little bit because then he's going to be up in that. He's going to be balls deep in their yeah. midfield, man. Yeah. All right. So 2-1 I got, 3-1 you got. It's going to be a good yes, one. sir. It's going to be a good one. I'm looking forward to the weekend. Starts tomorrow. You know, we're doing a Friday podcast. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to this, and we will recoup next week. And, uh, yeah, anything else? No, man. Let's get it. Looking forward to the rest of the match week. What a match think this was. It was a slide whistle. Let's end it with a slide whistle. Uh, episode three. Episode three of the Premier Pep Talk podcast. And we are out. Go ahead. Slide us out. Slide us out, those boots. Peace.